0: Hey you, yeah you, click the subscribe button.
1: some things we can not undo We're just in the pen i can find you six one on the money nine two you just said a word and i run through. two two text, no reply that's when i knew i knew i knew yeah so come the globe as the cash grows get a whack like you get the grass load i'm talking slick when i'm with the big slime
2: nigga could hit your bitch you can never hit mine nigga in my dmd
0: you're listening to the ill advice, wise guys podcast Starring Uche and QdZ.
1: Yo, yep. what up? What up? We back. We back with another one. We are the ill-advised wise guys. It's your boy Uche. I am my boy QdZ
2: for sheezy. It's way too easy.
1: What happened to Broham Zelensky? Um, <laughs> what?
2: I to Did my, I finish
1: the bar right, or were you not going to say that? You had uh, you have to say Broham Salinsky. Come, come on.
2: I, I talked to my psychiatrist, and they said at this time, that's probably not the best
1: name to give me. Is, know, does that go it, against? It, it, it does just, that go against your. Uh, it just
2: it just indicates erraticness in my life.
1: Does that go against uh, your your mental health? Yes. And, uh, and your stability and. And uh, uh, at this point, it's,
2: it's it's best if I listen to the psychiatrist. Unfortunately.
1: Okay. All right, listen, is your psychiatrist is your ah, damn I can't speak. Is your psychiatrist a brother? Of course, it's not no brother or 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 a <laughs> sister.
2: No, S- not a sister. A sister, not a sister. All right,
1: all right, all right. a sister. All right, whatever. So, all right. Well, I'm glad you have a a fake therapy uh, <laughs> person that you go to because I doubt you're telling the truth. But I mean, let's be real. Therapy's food for me. Th- therapy's food when i feel sad i go to food hmm. and it's uh, like everybody else
2: everybody else I, I mean, everybody has some type of like yeah you know food that makes them feel
1: better yeah
2: food, what's your food, food to eat when they're sad what's the what,
1: what's what's your go-to what's your go-to uh uh oh sorry before we get to that let's hold, hold that thought okay this is episode 52 52 Fifty two. there's no aka's now back so, to the now back to the combo. Okay. Uh yeah. What what's a, what's your go-to food, man? That that it, that a, you What's a comfort food that you like when you're like, "Man, damn. Man, I'm I'm not feeling day. I'm not feeling uh up to my normal self, so let me eat this." That's
2: a very good question. I Cause I, got, I I'm I'm trying
1: to think about this, but I, I think I got a couple. I got to think through though.
2: More than likely Chinese food. Like maybe chicken broccoli. Mm-hmm. Sesame chicken type thing mm-hmm. that I just stuff my set like stuff my face with it. Eat. I mean, most times when I get Chinese food, even if it's by myself, I get two different dishes: chicken and broccoli, and or <laughs> yeah, wait. fried rice. Wait, seriously? And just eat both. And put the rest
1: in the fridge. Yeah. What is wrong with you, man? Yeah, man. I I can't take. But you don't eat it all at once.
2: I eat them both at the same time, but you don't, but finish, I them don't
1: finish them both. I got you. So wow. Okay. Stays right. in the fridge that's for like some, two or three days. That's some fat nigga shit. So no, straight I, up.
2: You, you you can go to a Chinese food restaurant and only get one thing. Oh man, I don't have the discipline.
1: You know the best Chinese food restaurant I've ever been to was in uh, Philly, and I don't even like Chinese food like that. It, mm-hmm. It's not. It doesn't suck, but it's not my favorite type of Asian cuisine. Mm-hmm. But um, dude, when I was in Philly, I went to this. Elaborate Chinese restaurant. That should look like I was in rush hour. Like you remember when? Remember when Chris Tucker went to went to the Chinese food restaurant and then they took him upstairs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, "Hey, uh, come, come, come come meet Juntao. Yeah, and hey, Juntao yeah. wants to see you. They poisoned them. Remember the restaurant? What it looked like? I where he was eating? The, like was where they brought the food? It was night. That's what it looked like in Philly. There was there was like mob people in the back, like really? in the, on a back table. All of them were in suits. I'm like, all yeah. right. And it was just me and me and the girl, and we were just like. I guess uh, we should finish the food and dip. This let's let's get out of here real quick. Fortune cookie probably
2: probably had fortunes of you winning a trillion dollars. Man, that, food was a, like that, that food was amazing. But for me
1: though, I think I think the food that I go to at least nowadays because the, it's close is I go get some some Ghanaian food. I knew you were gonna say that. I swear, man. Like I gotta go get me some spinach stew. You don't taste the some stress in that some jaluf. This the, the, is amazing.
2: Distress in the food,
1: cassava leaf it can make things worse. The 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 goat meat, the the plantain. Oh, like, man, dude, when I have that, it's just like, all right, all is well in the world. After I finish that meal, everything is done. You know,
2: that is true. That is true. That sounds good. As a fellow Najian man, just give me some food that somebody struggled to make and it makes me feel better. Hey, you're that's, a, that's
1: sad. Hey, you're a traitor, though. Cuz you think you think that Ghanaian fried rice is actually better than no, Nigerian. I remember Ghanaian, you said this. Ghanaian fried rice. You I'm sorry not fried rice, my bad. Jollof, my bad. Jollof, you think Ghanaian Jollof rice is better than Nigerian Jollof rice? Absolutely. Leave. Absolutely. You're no longer and on this my, podcast. I love my I love
2: my Nigerian people. You're no longer on this
1: podcast. I Would you le- my, leave this I, place right now, Johnny? I am ooh,
2: not to Leave i am not of akata ascent
1: but descent, d- descent. <laughs> ascent
2: <laughs> i am not um not in the nature of akata it is not in my blood though but to do say,
1: what? Care, care, boss. <laughs> all right uh It's uh, say that but no real talk yeah those are that's my go-to food um that's my go to food, man. It's a smart go to food. You want a go to oh, no, food
2: that if you had a bad day, after you eat it, you you go to sleep. <laughs> that sounds it bad. It makes you want to go that to That sounds sleep. terrible. And then,
1: you know, the next day maybe things will get better. I don't know, man. Let's hey, let's every, stop talking.
2: Every every day is a new day.
1: What is it is it is it national fucking stuff your face day?
2: I would love that.
1: You know, there's a national day love. for everything in this planet. Of course, there's a national. day. Have you, you noticed day. that? I've always been trying to figure out who who are the creators of these national.
2: There's a national blank national days. day.
1: I'm convinced it's some fat person in the cut. Because you you notice all these national days got something to do with food. Every a, time, a good chunk of them do. <laughs> no, like is a good. Does a good chunk mean ninety percent? Because I promise you, it's always some food item. National Bagel Day, National Pancake Day, National Jelly Day. It's like national bro, like Bagel Day i've heard it i heard of that too i've heard of that national bagel day national pizza day all right man we've talked about food long enough man let's 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 start the show man can we do that i would love that let's do that man um but before we do that as always we start the show with our watch the throne segment (laughs) And (laughs) and of course we're gonna you know we're gonna give you guys a lot of uh, the breakdown that I think you guys will need for some of the new albums and projects and mixtapes and EPs that dropped. There weren't a lot, so we'll we'll try to make this as painless as possible. And then, yeah, hopefully you guys don't get bored. And, and matter as a matter of fact, I have something very, very special to say about one of these artists that we're gonna talk about, but I'll wait okay. for that segment. Ooh,
2: that's a, uh, ooh, oh, oh. What? Oh, what's the deal, man? Something special about one of these artists?
1: Hey, it don't mean... It's Exclusive spe- or... Special doesn't mean special good. Or good.
2: Okay. Special doesn't that, always that mean very, good. That's actually very true. <laughs> that's very true.
1: <laughs> and then after that...
2: Oh, and then after that, the ill and the not so advised, my favorite topic. Mine! You know why it's my favorite topic? Because I created it. My oh. blood was put into that topic. And now the heart is beating because, you know, a heart needs blood to beat. Okay. And in that topic, we cover good songs and then the bad songs. But just to let you know, my heart is beating for that topic because my blood's in it.
1: And that's all cap.
2: I don't even know what cap means.
1: In the words of, in the all words of Kaep- Kevin Durant, cap, 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 cap. You ain't got my damn number. I don't know if you know what I'm talking I about. I know what but, you're talking about. Right. But anyway, uh, you know, this actually might be the first episode where we have an equal, just about an equal amount of songs that we think are not advised, as we do that are advised. It seems like it's equal, man. Yeah. That's kind of shocking, but anyway. After this segment, we'll get into our ill-advised thoughts segment.
2: Ill-advised thoughts. study. Wait, thought?
1: Thoughts. 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 Okay. Thoughts. Okay,
2: I need, to, I need to internalize that. It's thoughts.
1: Dude, how many times do we have to go through this, man? Thoughts. First off, you can never know. It's almost like you don't understand English. Because when I say ill-advised thoughts, you think I'm talking about like... Ill-advised thought. thoughts, like T-H-O-T-S. Yeah,
2: which is, thoughts are problematic.
1: Yeah, but so are ill-advised thoughts sometimes. Mm, they, sometimes those can be problematic you know, those too, are, man. Those
2: are Those are words for the soul, my brother. Hey,
1: true that, true that. So, but in that segment, we're going to give you guys a burning thought, something that has been boiling our blood, something that we think you guys should actually be paying attention to and not sweeping under the rug like a lot of... Y'all do for a lot of stuff. No, no, no hate. But, you know, I think it's good, you know, when we stir up a conversation that we feel like should be talked about. So in that segment, we're going to do just that. Shall we start the show? Yes, sir.
0: Watch the throne.
1: So with our first album on our Watch the Throne segment, we got YG... 400 with his new album called for real for real and i want to hear what you have to say about this man mm-hmm. i want to i want you to start this episode i'm privileged i guess able to start this show off? I, I suppose if, if that's how you internalize amazing that show, go for it um
2: uh for real for real i
1: don't know is that is
2: that yg's fourth album is that why he called it like for real? For real. This with, is his third. A, a this four? is This is his
1: third, right? He had my crazy life. Yeah, still crazy. Oh, Okay, fourth then. So this, fourth is, then. Fourth. this okay. is fourth. Okay. By the way, my crazy life might be a classic. I, it might be a classic. I agree with that. It might be a classic. I agree with that. For real, for real. And 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 that <laughs> no, <it's>, in, no, <laughs> no pun intended. I said it might be a classic for real, for real. Yeah, I, for real, for real. Right? But, but anyway, it was yeah, accident.
2: But that 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 thank you for saying that because that kind of goes in line with what I was going to start my, uh, my discussion with, um, you know, YG starts this album off with a song called hard bottoms and white socks. Um, it's not the best song on the album, obviously, but I thought it was one of the more critical ones on it. YG talks about being this figure in, Uh, Let me know if I'm wrong. He says California. I don't know if he says L.A. or California. I can't remember. But he says he's the one that kind of started like, you know, certain trends in California and L.A. And how him and Nipsey are uh, dudes that you think of when you think of California slash L.A., you know, whatever. I found myself actually agreeing with that you know yg somehow some way he's found a way to make music that is fun energetic that's popping but still remain this compton dude um in this album for real for real i actually thought that he he had a little more fun with it he experimented more uh you got songs like go loco that's a full out Hip hop, reggaeton song or or Latin song. Uh, you got songs like Keisha had a baby, where he's doing some storytelling. You got songs like Heart to Heart, which is just a a deep emotional hood song. And you know you got songs like you know Do Your Dance, Her Story, so on and so forth. Um, YG, he banks on being a real ass dude. Point blank, period. I mean, let's be real. Uh, YG's not one of the top lyricists in the game. Like, he has some pretty decent punchlines, but you only feel those punchlines if he's if it's if if he's being real, if if he sounds authentic when those punchlines come out. His subject matters aren't unique, but they are unique if he continues to show this level of authenticity in his deliveries and his voice. So YG's energy, I think, is a big part of the success that he gets when he drops albums. Historically, though. For his previous albums, what was it? Um, My Crazy Life, Still Crazy. Still crazy or whatever. Still
1: dangerous. Still dangerous. Or oh, sorry, stay drink. Stay dangerous. Stay,
2: stay dangerous. For those albums, I felt like his authenticity was real. His 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 subject matters just hit harder. Um and his bars were just more heartfelt, you know. Some of those albums, the second one in particular, uh, it was centered around him getting shot. And so, you know, you felt some type of way. You felt some type of way about it, which made sure you brought out, like, your feelings when you was listening to that joint. And this album, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling YG as much this time around. His words weren't hitting as much as they used to Um, His subject matters were just kind of, you know, they were deep, but they weren't as unique. And then last but not least, it just kind of seemed like he was kind of trying things out, but they weren't hitting as much. So with that being said, I, I think for real, for real maybe YG's sound has been emulated. Maybe it's been emulated by so many different people in the game that it's starting to normalize a little bit. And I think for an artist like YG, he can't afford for his sound to normalize. And that's, in my opinion, that's what happened. And that's kind of why I didn't really enjoy this album as much because I just feel like his sound normalized.
1: Okay. All right. As I hit a quick bathroom break. So what did I miss? Other Uh, than you saying you didn't... You're
2: going to hit rewind. You got to hit rewind.
1: No, I don't. Damn it. (laughs) I heard you didn't like the album. Uh, Is that right?
2: Not that I didn't like the album, but it, it just wasn't as unique. It just wasn't as dynamic as... As his other ones to me Mm -hmm. It just almost feels like You know There was no progression from him As an artist Which is okay But I don't know It's just I didn't feel it as much And YG is an artist That relies on being felt When he raps And this time around I just I wasn't feeling it as much Hmm Me personally
1: Right. I mean what would you What would you grade it? Or did you already grade it? I would say like a C C minus Hmm. All right. Well, yeah, I, I'm not mad at that grade. I mean, I feel like, at least for me, the album was, it was enjoyable. Uh, But it did feel a bit rushed. Um, uh, Don't ask me why. It just had this, like, it just had this feel to it that didn't sound like he was completely taking his time. I mean, I, I did enjoy the intro. I think... I do want to say this, man, because YG's not the best rapper. Mm-hmm. He's not the worst rapper. Mm-hmm. He's sort of in the middle somewhere, just kind of existing amongst all the other rappers. But I think what sets him apart is his ability to kind of uh, sort of paint a very simple picture, right? It doesn't He's not saying any words that are complex, but you feel him... And I think that's what I heard you kind of saying, where yeah. he kind of relies on being felt, yes, generally. And that, and you're right, that is how that is generally what YG does. And and I think there are some examples on this album, for real, for real, where he kind of did that, where like on the whole, Keisha had a baby. Thought it was a nice little spin off of like Brenda had a baby, sort of Tupac vibe. It, I mean, it just had the same relative theme of that song. So, I mean, if you're going to attempt that type of song, hey man, you better you better come with it. And I, and I thought he did a pretty decent job. Like I mean, he didn't just drop the ball completely. Mm-hmm. Thought it was a good song though. Um yeah. the song the song with uh uh, uh Tiger, John Z. We talked about that on the last episode Go Loco. I still like that song a lot. Mm-hmm. Cultural appropriation and all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that song is dope. Um wow. Bottle service I got here in the club. Bottle service, the second song on the album, I thought it was pretty oh, good. In the dark it was a, it's pretty annoying because it's so repetitive. Mm-hmm. But he has a lot of songs that are very repetitive on his album. And stop snitching is another one. Mm-hmm. Um. Overall, though, I feel like YG is at a is at an int- intre- interesting point in his career because it almost seems like he. He knows he's not uh, a new guy, and he knows he's not some sort of OG legend. So, but he kind of carries himself like somebody who is very that should be respected, and and who makes and who's sort of a veteran. And I think he has earned that sort of status. So, but I enjoyed the album, man. I'm not even going. I'm not even going to sit here and lie to you, man. I I enjoyed it. There was some down. Points in the album that I didn't like, but for the most part, I thought it was a good album. It it, it came full of, you know, the same old YG that we're we we're used to. But then again, now that I think about it, his last album stayed dangerous. You didn't like that either, right? Or am I or am I tripping? I thought it was okay you thought cuz i cuz i remember i, I remember was us talking special. about it on the podcast yeah and i and i liked the album i liked stay Dan- stay dangerous
2: yeah yeah i remember you saying you liked it yeah. mean, and, and
1: and it got good ratings
2: good reviews from yeah. critics but i i don't know i i i liked it i i didn't think yeah. it was anything special yeah and i and i think it that's really kind of i
1: think the thing about YG's albums that's kind of weird is other than his first album he hasn't really put out an album that has just blown me away. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that the music is not good though. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he his music just seems to be one of those one of those uh type of projects that it, it it'll grow in you. like st- I'm telling you Stay Dangerous is still I still play a lot of songs on Stay Dangerous. Yeah. Like still to this day. And yeah. that album yeah. came out when? Last year? Yeah,
2: last year. Yeah. It, I, I want to say I, like I, mid do, mid year. I bump it too. There's
1: a bunch of songs I still play with. I, I, I sorry, mm-hmm. I still I still uh play Handgun. Mm-hmm. Sue I mean, there's, there's some joints on there, man. Um, so bottom line, I think it's a good album. Mm-hmm. If I were to grade it, I, I do like your C. You said C plus or C minus? C, C minus. I would probably give it a C plus. I wouldn't plus. quite give it a B. Okay. Because it's not, I, I, don't, I wouldn't put it in that echelon. But I, I like the album, man. I did. Mm-hmm. I did. I did. I think it has a lot of, I think it got some club joints on there. I think it has some songs that are kind of simple and wishy washy enough to kinda hit the masses and it has some songs that can be felt too. Yeah that's what YG no, I mean, does. So. That's a,
2: a a good chunk of the album can be felt.
1: Yeah. Which I think is 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 key. Yeah. So anyway, C plus. You know honestly, I'm just being
2: honest. What's up? It was one of those albums that I there was no takeaway from me. Like I I I would have been okay not talking about this album,
1: mm.
2: like it it just didn't really do much for me. It, it, I don't I don't know what what it is. Like I said, maybe his sound got normalized, but YG now has it feels like he's now become more of a public figure than a rap figure. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like it seems like nowadays. I get more from his appearances on like Jimmy Kimmel that I saw him on, uh, Breakfast Club, uh, when you see him in sports uh, events, stuff like that. I get more from that. That makes me look at YG. His music doesn't necessarily make me look at him as much anymore. Or his features too, I I would say. Uh Him adding that California vibe to whatever song he features on, that, I like that too. But, I don't know. I mean,
1: I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it'll be interesting to see where he goes from here.
2: Let me Mm -hmm. put it that way.
1: Yeah, I was, I was listening to his Breakfast Club interview Mm -hmm. yesterday, or it might have been today. I don't remember. It was yesterday. And, um, you could tell he's like grieving still from the Nipsey. Yeah, he's, he's the Nipsey, the Nipsey Hustle. Uh, uh, the passing of Nipsey Hustle. Yeah, rest in peace. But yeah, like you, you can just tell, man. Like and and he even had the the tribute on the you know he added that as the, as one of the the matter, matter of fact it was the outro to this album. Yeah, yeah. Where it was just a but it was from him in the funeral. Yeah, where they took his voice and kind of giving a tribute. I thought that was a nice little gesture, although. Does it fit within the overall theme of the album? No. And that's another thing. Like, this album, if I'm knocking it, although I already gave it a grade, but that doesn't mean I didn't like it just because I'm sort of criticizing it. But it didn't have a consistent theme like I'm used to Mm -hmm. YG having. Mm -hmm. YG's albums be having themes. His last album, Stay Dangerous, had a theme. And all the songs were kind of in that pocket. Yeah, My Crazy Life, theme. Mm -hmm. Still Brazy, theme. Mm -hmm. This album was not really themed well enough to me being that you know, you would want. familiar with what YG normally does. So I don't it, know, man. It didn't have the structure you would have wanted. Yeah, man. Y'all be the judge, though. Let's move on. Denzel Curry, everyone's favorite AAU pl- basketball player, dropped his... Is this debut? No, it's not debut. second album called Zoo. And uh, I thought this project was quite good mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. um
2: this is wait, wait wait so this is like curry without durant good or curry and durant good
1: it's a good question it's <laughs> a great question uh i think it's curry i thought it was curry with durant cuz okay. i think okay. without durant curry is actually better yes yes and Which means Curry's at his potential. Yes. When he's without Durant. Yes. And I don't know if I don't know if I'm willing to say this album was that good. So what you're saying
2: is he can do better. I think so. But it was still a very good album. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think so.
1: Um. And uh, I guess I'm I'm, I shouldn't be surprised because his last project, the TA 1300, Mm -hmm. was fire. I thought it was fire. I I didn't grade it. It was weird, but it was was weird. This album was less weird Mm -hmm. and was more traditional, I guess, of a sound that you would normally hear today. Which I was very surprised. I I was even surprised at the artwork. You know, he he just looked like a regular It was just a normal He looked like a regular Miami dude. Yeah, yeah. It
2: was normal. I was surprised. You know what I'm saying? It took me a while to realize, oh wait, that's Denzel Curry.
1: Yeah, because because I guess I never really knew what he looked like. Because the the first time the he first like time I was Miami introduced Goon. to the first time I was introduced to him, he had like face paint on all the time yeah. in the videos. He had face paint on. Mm-hmm. I never really looked at his face. Yeah, I just knew him by his dreads. Yes. So with this album, though, getting into the music, I thought that man, he showed a very very diverse ability of making hype songs, making emotional sort of uh, uh introspective songs that reflect you know his youth and how he how he how he how he was brought up where he's from um which is which is interesting because I think for somebody like him at his age cuz I feel like he's young like I feel like he's like 19 20 mm-hmm. for somebody like him to have such a mature sound and mature viewpoint on on looking at things is just unique to me. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two, I thought he had some hits on here. Oh yeah. Straight up. He had mad hits. Anonymous. I believe the song's called Anonymous. Hold on, mm-hmm. let me look. Automatic is what I'm talking about. Yeah. The song automatic, speed boat is fire. Um yeah man like the, I like the song with Rick Ross. I can't I, I can't think of the name at the moment. Uh but that song is tight. He had a, a weird-ass uh, interlude, which I thought was funny. It was called Yo. I don't know if you heard it. I heard it. That shit was funny. Yeah, I'm like, that can't be how fucking people in Miami talk. It cannot be. <laughs> like, did you hear that shit? Wait, the dude? Interlude? Yeah, like, it, it didn't say interlude. Oh, you mean? Oh, it, was the, it was the song yeah, yeah, after yeah, yeah, the interlude. Yeah, yeah, Okay, I know
2: what you mean. But it was really an interlude, because
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that cannot be how people in Miami talk. But anyway, uh, because all he said was Yo, the whole conversation but uh I like the album man I really did i, I like the song with Sam sneak the shake 88 mm-hmm. i liked i mean I like the last song the pat pat mm-hmm. I, I mean just if I'm going down this this album because I'm looking at it now even Ricky Ricky was a was a song that came out Ricky. Ricky was a song that came out uh last week mm-hmm. or two weeks ago probably and we were we talked about it last episode and I heard yeah. it yeah. And I said, man, this shit is fire I like it yeah. And you were like, I'm gonna wait for the album mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This album has A steady dose of Songs that I think showcase Denzel Curry's ability to Just be as diverse Of an artist as I believe is out Right now in hip hop And I don't mean from a, a, a melody standpoint Because I know when people when people hear the word diverse They're thinking, oh, so he sings and raps, huh? No That's not what Denzel Curry does Although he does have Melody as a part of his arsenal, he's not hes not really that type of artist. He's more of a rapper than I think people have known him to be up until mm. now. And I don't know why I just started noticing this, but this motherfucker sound like Ace Hood. He All sounds like Ace. I agree. I did not really. I agree. And, but the thing is, has it always been like this? Well, I mean I didn't because I feel like I would have noticed this because I was fuck with H. Ba-
2: in on that last project by Denzel Curry, he was rapping so outlandishly, he was playing so many different characters rapping-wise that you couldn't really nail, you know, what what he really sounded like. That's probably right. Almost like Travis Scott. I don't know what Travis Scott's like normal voice sounds like. <laughs> You know, because on Travis Scott's albums, he plays so many different characters. Yep. he has so many different voices. Yep. You know, so that's that I was I was kind of amazed at him sounding like Ace hood too.
1: Yeah. So so that was amazing to me because I, I thought he did that style very well, and he just sounds good, man. Like he just sounds like he knows what the fuck he's doing. He does. And he knows what approach he's trying to to convey on the mic, and I love artists like that. Yeah. I love artists that know what they're doing. Yeah. Like he yeah. It's obvious He has a consistent theme I like his I like the presentation Of the album This The, the artwork It's just cool It's very simple I, I, I just I like this guy man I like Denzel I'm a, I, I fuck with him And so If I'm grading this I'm gonna give it a B minus I'm gonna give it a B minus It's not a solid B But it's not a C either Because I think the music Is actually strong enough to compete with a lot of the music that's out now, he's just not as big a name as a lot of these other dudes. We talk about YG, YG is a big name that has earned his sort of you know, notoriety I guess at this point. Yes. Yeah. But if I'm talking about the music, I, I I mean and I don't want to compare these dudes one to one, but like I'm just talking about impact, right? Like just the way the music hits. Mm-hmm. I think his music hits it actually does. Like you throw it on, and you and you and you feel something. He he's another guy who can make you feel something by the way he raps. So, I w- I like this album a lot, man. I'm giving I'm giving it a B minus, man. What'd you think? Okay. Um.
2: Let me start off by saying this. Not many in the rap game currently can out rap Denzel Curry. When Denzel Curry is on. He is a sight to behold. He is so good. I would give him a Universal Studios ride attraction like a 3D Denzel Curry freaking ride that kids and, you know, rap fans can all just sit there and watch him rap. Wow, like all kinds of craziness is going on around you.
1: Let's call it Curry World.
2: Curry World. There we go. Curry World. You can put it right A next play to Play on Astro World.
1: Right put it, it right next to Astro World. Put it right, ne- or, or, or put it it right next there to Astro World. There you yeah, go. Yeah, he's
2: he's that dynamic. He's that explosive. And you know, the typical Denzel Curry fan would say what you what what they heard on his new album Zoo. Oh man. Why he dumb it down? You know, why did he decide to go that route, like the club route that everybody else is doing? I actually admire individuals that are able to take a step back from whatever world they were in, you know, prior to the album that they released and, and met us at least at like, you know, level ground. I think Denzel Curry... Met the world at level ground, and he showed us that he can stay there and impress at that level. Also, um, I mean, you touched on majority of the things that I feel I I, I agree with. Like ninety seven percent of what you said, um, there's a lot of hits on this album. Some pretty decent melodies that you know a lot of people won't get them give them credit for, um. You know trap beats but like done in a way that it's a lot more cinematic than what you would hear on other people's albums but the biggest key to me there was a lot of simplified lyrics on there simplified flows simplified lyrics relatable lyrics you know um just normal approaches like i feel like one of the big things is i know i've known denzel curry for a year two three years now but i never knew who denzel curry was i couldn't say hey this is something denzel curry can hop on or this is something denzel curry would say in his music i never knew with this album he actually allows you a chance to understand him more and he does that by simplifying his music and this is a lesson to kids like this is a great album. That's all I'm going to say about it. But this is a lesson to kids and all the people that are on the come up. Everybody thinks you got to rap complex like Kendrick. Or you got to say the next greatest thing like J. Cole does in his music. Sometimes just being able to simplify your thoughts. Simplify your rapping approach. Just kind of cater. You don't necessarily have to be a slave to. But cater to what you hear and like on your everyday music journey and you can be successful i mean this album i mean a lot of people are going to say no this is not going to be denzel curry's most successful album okay cool but i think it's an album that allowed him to reach another base of hip-hop fans that personally i didn't think he was he was willing to reach so I like the album, but more so I'm happy that he was able to just show this level of versatility because it can open up a lot of doors for him, man. A lot of doors. And I think he's so good that we need to hear him in more diverse opportunities in the hip-hop game, man.
1: Yeah, I think a good example of what you just said as far as like him sort of putting himself in the in the in the in the conversation with the masses was the the feature with um take keith that song automatic i think that song Mm -hmm. is going to be the that song for, for 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 denzel curry um you know it always takes one song for for someone to sort of quote unquote explode right uh or people to grasp an artist It's usually that one song that grabs people
2: yeah
1: yeah and with take keep being hot i think that's the one for him and, and, and in his show that song showcases the the animal of a rapper yes that he is yes the song is very fitting fittingly titled automatic his bars the way he raps It's like he's an automatic gun, dude. Like That's what I interpret when I hear the song Automatic and I hear him rapping. And so I would not be surprised if Automatic is that song that makes him blow and make people say, yo, who the fuck is Denzel Curry? Mm -hmm. Who's that guy? So I'm excited because I fuck with Denzel Curry. I really do. Mm -hmm. I like his creativity. I like the the simplisticness that he came with this time. Everything you say is right. Yeah. Yeah, man. We'll see what it does. But Mm -hmm. y'all let us know what y'all think about the album, though. Sure. And with that we we'll move on to the next album. Moneybag Yo! Dropped this album called Forever Heartless. And I guess this is you are going to start this off, right? aren't you? Forever Heartless. You know what?
2: <laughs> you know what's funny? I did not realize that was the name of his album. I thought his album was called... 43 v a heartless <laughs> that's how you read that that's that's how i read that he, matter of <laughs> fact i gotta i gotta double check that
1: because 43 yeah. v a 43 no VA, i'm looking heartless. at it i'm looking at it right now yeah he, he, he put
2: 43 v a all one word the three if, is the e was for forever eb- well that's how i read it but anyway um, i read it as forever I That's I did not look at it. it like I
1: didn't even. I didn't even. I was like, "What? Didn't what is 43 VA, like, VA in, but he's I, from know.
2: Virginia. Like he's from Reston,
1: Reston Town Center, boy. Yeah, right. As 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 hood as this guy talks, yeah, he he ain't from Reston. Yeah, Town Right.
2: Center. Uh, but um, I want to say this about Money Back Yo, man. Like,
1: talk about it, yo. Talk about it, <laughs> yo.
2: Money Back Yo makes you say yo. Not see C- see C- there's different variances of yo. There's yo.
1: You know that, Yo Pierre, you want to come outside? You know, yo, uh, yo yo where you at, yo?
2: <laughs> and then there's yo. Like, you know, somebody blew you, like not, you know, like they did something pause. that made you mad, pause. <laughs> it's that. Like, <no>. you know, <laughs> I'm blown, yo. Yeah. And then there's yo. Uh-huh. Moneybag Yo gets the yo from me because I think he's a really good rapper. You you know what? You know you know what Moneybag Yo reminds me of? Moneybag Yo reminds me of your everyday trap rapper but a little more passionate, a little better lyrically, a little better when it comes to ear for music. A little more versatile. Like you can throw in every attribute that you think a trap rapper has. And Moneybag Yo is a little bit better at your typical trap rapper. When it comes to those attributes that you talk about. So I was one of those doubters. Like when when, um, his first album uh, uh, Reset came out. First off, reset doesn't even sound like a, a, a name of an album that I would think would be a classic or something that was amazing. That shit was fire. But reset was a really good album. One of my favorite albums from last year. Fire. Point blank. Period. Fire. One of my favorite albums from last year. So I'm like, okay, he dropped reset. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if he can repeat a performance like that. Forever heartless. Is not quite reset, but it is just as good to me. Forever Heartless, it's a little more trap than reset. Um, I think Moneybag Yo wanted to show that he was a capable lyricist, a capable RB maker, um, a capable trap guy that can make commercial hits, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, forever heartless i mean just based off the title he even said it himself that he wanted to turn to that that version of himself that was hungry when he first came out it's a little more trap but like i said earlier it's done in a way that's passionate like more passionate than the next guy that's making trap music it's like every word he spews out you feel that joint just a little more than what the next person, if the next person said that word. Like, I don't know where the hell Money back Yo came from. But it seems like he left that place he came from, came back with knowledge, and was like, yo, this is how things are done. He mastered wherever the hell he came from. So with that being said you know, forever heartless. Let me, let me, you know, real quick, just to end it off. Let me, let me just go down the line with a couple of songs that I, I, I feel is pretty decent off off the album. Um, the album starts off with relentless again. Jesus. Soulful joint. Well, tell me one soulful trap song that you do not like. Especially from a dude like this. Relentless again is good. Dreas I think is one of those uh, club hits that you know you hear at like two a.m. You don't even know who the hell made the song. It just gives you a good vibe. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> the club closing down. Club closing down. <laughs> you just hearing random ass trap song. DJ got the DJ got the the independent That's artist set sa-
2: exactly. That's what it sounds like. Don't even care who is talking. You don't even know
1: what they're saying. They screwing out the light bulbs. It's, it's, it's by the it's close fire. down. It's last fire. call. Exactly. It. It's fire.
2: And Dior with Gunna with your boy Gunna. I thought that was a really good song part of the game was dope, like style ain't free, like you know, come on keep going, you keep going headstrong, like it's a solid, solid album from a dude that I just find very solid, probably more solid than the other trap dudes in the game point blank period so you graded a what? Uh, I gave it a B minus okay I mean, obviously, you know, in my opinion, since he's a, a trap dude, you know, there's always going to be a little bit of, there's always going to be a ceiling. Like, unless he was amazing, which I'm not saying he's necessarily amazing as an artist, but he's amazing as a trap artist. But in my opinion, there's a ceiling to a trap artist as opposed to a ceiling to an all around artist. Okay. And my ceiling is like a B for a trap artist.
1: Hmm. So you're saying a trap artist cannot make a A project, no,
2: typically. I don't think a trap artist can
1: make an A project. Interesting. Well, on this, I actually agree with you. I don't I don't think this is a um a work, but it doesn't have to be like Doesn't have to be. So dude, you 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 touched on you touched on a lot of the points that I was trying to make. And so I'm just going to take it to the next level because I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of playing around, man. I'm tired of this shit. I'm sick. I'm actually sick of this shit mm-hmm. because money Back Yo is so fire. Yes. Money Back Yo is so much more fire than all these other motherfuckers. He, he, he's so, like, that's the craziest thing about money Back Yo, because. And I would, and, and, and I know a lot of people who were on Money Back Yo Hard when he dropped his Federal Three Times album, Federal Three X. He had that one song called uh, "Doing It," she doing it. That was like his hit from that album. That was like three yeah. years ago, maybe. Yeah. But then, you know, I didn't really take him too seriously until he dropped Reset last year, mm-hmm. and I said to myself, "Wow, this guy is actually." I underestimated him. Period. Like I'm just not even gonna. I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it. I underestimated Moneybag Yo. I thought he was like the rest of these other trap dudes, Mm -hmm. and while he is very trapped, he's just as trapped as these dudes, these other guys are. He like, but he's like, he's refined it. Right, right. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. And, And and so I actually compare him to a um somebody. I actually compare him. I think a ceiling for him. Or somebody that we can compare him to or maybe somebody that he could potentially get to is like a Gucci man, mm-hmm. right? Where where Gucci man didn't... Gucci man never really got out of his trap persona mm-hmm. and he always sort of remained himself even when he went pop. Mm-hmm. I kind of think Moneybag Yo is capable of that as well. You
2: know, I actually have a better guy that I would compare Who? him to. His ceiling. Who? Jeezy. Mm. I actually think he can get to Jeezy status. Where Jeezy was making trap music, but it was so high quality that you it was okay if people didn't call it trap.
1: Okay. No, I see I see where you're getting at. Um that's a good comparison. But I mean the but the reason why I compare him to, to, to Gucci is because Gucci is more of a he seems to like historically had more of a more of a pop uh element to him. Yes, yes. I agree. You know? I agree. And, and while Jeezy never really had that pop I mean, he had a couple he I mean, I, the most Gucci the most Jeezy went pop was like a song with Keisha Cole Dreaming. Yeah. Like really. he never really got out of his trap element. And but and the reason why I think Money Back Yo can get to a Gucci type status is because on reset He showed that he's much more than this trap dude. Like he was making R and B songs with Jeremiah, like he was floating on these tracks, and I'm like, okay, this shit sounds natural. Like it sounds like he's capable of doing this again. Like it didn't sound like it was a fluke at all. Yeah. And so I'm tired of people sleeping on this guy, man. I'm I'm actually sick of it. I'm sick of it because. You guys praise all of these other trap dudes, and rightfully so. You gotta you gotta write the like who you like. So that is what it is. I'm not gonna tell you who not to like, but I'm just gonna tell you who you do like. If it's a trap dude, chances are they're not better than this guy. That's a there's a strong chance. Yeah, very very strong chance. Yeah. So, I So, yeah, man, it, this album is just it, this this album is good, man. It's it's really good. It's it's really really good. I it's, like it. It's in the, you 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 said it. You actually said it was just as good as reset if i heard you correctly
2: i said it's it's just as good as reset but it's not better than reset
1: but, but it's, just, so it's just it's like so good. in
2: the same level as reset
1: i think i think that's that's pretty you accurate I, mean? I think that's pretty accurate although i probably enjoyed reset a little bit better yeah yeah just because it was a little Me bit too. more it was a little bit more diverse it was a little with more like diverse the, more the type dynamic, of songs a little more complete in my opinion yeah man you man you touched on it man this dude is hungry like, this dude like, is so. I, like, this, I just like his this, energy. Like it just hit. Like it's it's just like I, I, that's my favorite type of artist. Is when I I didn't come up from the same background as you. Mm-hmm. I can't even speak the same language as you in terms of the sh- the day to day life you live. But if you rapping and I feel that, yes, that's that's special, dude. That's special. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's a lot of trap dudes who don't do that.
2: It's a presence. He's he's able to so, so have um, the presence of a trap dude that yeah. also could you know influence somebody that's not a trap dude.
1: And so imagine if, if I'm if I'm over here saying this shit as a non-trap person. Imagine how the trap people
2: feel. They looking up to him like <laughs> like a little <laughs> kid money. looking up. You know, wondering, "Yo, money. how can I learn?"
1: Money bag Jesus. I'm here. <laughs> Yo, what can I do? That's money Jesus. bag Jesus. No, seriously yo. This, this guy is fire, man. I I I'm I'm gonna keep saying it, man. Like he, he's on a roll right now. Two albums these last two joints, yo, if he don't like blow it. up I like it. If he doesn't continue to keep blowing up, something's wrong. Yeah. His marketing yeah. team is off. Maybe he get he needs to hire a new publicist. You just Maybe. gotta listen
2: you just gotta as a listen it's up to us. For real, for real. <sighs> we we you know how we, we talk about basketball off the air a lot. You know how the casual basketball fan, you know, could watch an NBA Finals game and not see all the stuff that's going on in that Finals game. They just see a basketball game. You know what I mean? If you look at Moneybag Yo, if you listen to his music, you will see just trap. But if you don't take the time to pay attention to the nuances, if you don't take the time to pay attention to the little things that he's doing, you're not going to be able to appreciate him as more than just a trap dude he's a trap god i would say
1: and so and, and as you're talking i'm looking i'm looking at his album covers because yo this man is committed to this heartless theme yo did you see the I album cover yeah
2: <laughs> I was like, "What the hell is
1: that?" Yo, what kind of shit? So they about to take his heart out? So I, yo,
2: either, either
1: that shit looks incredible.
2: Either they're trying to take his heart out, or they cooking an apple pie in the middle of his chest, dog.
1: That's that album cover is fire. Like it's so it's so ridiculous and so so daring. I just have to stand there and just say, "All right, bro, you got it. You, you're heartless." Like, yeah. uh, 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 does it get any more heartless than them taking <laughs> surgically taking out your heart?
2: Well, he would be dead. So,
1: the definition of heartless T-
2: temporarily, temporarily dead.
1: No, it sounds like permanently dead. <laughs> how the hell are you gonna? You, how the hell are you gonna operate without a heart, bro? Huh? Yeah, yeah, I don't
2: that know. That man.
1: is touche, touche, my brother. Forever heartless. All right, let's move on. Next album, Skepta. Dropped the album called "Ignorance Is Bliss." I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who heard this, so therefore I will go. Thank God. So last episode we talked about Skepta's song "Bullet from a Gun," which I thought was fire. I don't know if did you ever go back and listen? Of course not. Well, I think you. I think you're you're missing out. The
2: only UK I think artist out. I listen to is Twenty One Savage.
1: All right. So now you're disrespectful. I, I, I'm waiting for home. I'm waiting for the ops to get you. And uh, I just hope that I'm not there when they do. <laughs> I'm just saying. But no, seriously though, um, this album is good. It's good. It's good. It, it, it's it, and it's and it's not even and it's not even me. That. What's that? I expected
2: you to say that.
1: Nah, but the, here's the thing. I'm not gonna praise it too much though, because although I did like the lead single from it, "Bullet from a Gun," it's good from the standpoint of. I guess <laughs> a UK artist trying to make American sounding music. And so I, I I'm not really familiar with the UK with the UK scene. So I don't really know what you, the UK sound sounds like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But when I'm listening to his album, I'm like, "All right, well, that song sounds like it should have Drake on it. Mm-hmm. That song sounds like it should have Tory Lanez on it." Like I'm listening to the the beat selection, I'm listening to the ways that some of the features he has are are rapping on it. And it sounds good. Like it's not. It doesn't sound. It doesn't lack quality. Like mm-hmm. Skepta's a rapper, man. He he can rap. Like you know that that's not in question. So mm-hmm. to be honest, I think you should give it a listen. Okay. I think you'd be pleasantly surprised. Like as 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 dismissive as you are towards Skepta for whatever reason. And it's, I'm not knocking you because there's a lot of people I don't want to listen to. Mm-hmm. Just cause. Mm-hmm. I think you should check it out. Okay. I think you should check it out. I will. It's 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 actually good.
2: Ignorance like, it's, is bliss. It is bliss. It actually is. I'm ignorant right now.
1: And you're happy. So let
2: me not try to be bliss.
1: No, don't try to be ignorant. <laughs> and I guess <laughs> I guess if you're ignorant what what are you going to be? Mad? What's the opposite of bliss? Bliss? Um rainy. <laughs> All right. No, seriously, check it out. What's che- the opposite of bliss? Club bliss? Um No. Hell? Park? No, heaven. <laughs> Park? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah, man, I have nothing else to say. I-, I thought it was a good project. Y'all should check it out. If not, F him.
0: The Ill and the Not-So-Advised.
1: All right, so, speed round, as always. Not as always, but fuck it, let's jump into it. We got the first song on the Ill, Ill and the Not-So-Advised. We got Young Thug, The London, featuring J. Cole and Travis Scott, or should I say J. Cole featuring... Young Thug and Travis Scott. Which say? one is it?
2: Why, why J. Cole? J.
1: Cole took this fucking song over, oh. damn it. J-, J. Cole bodied this song. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Uh, I love this song. It's a reoccurring theme. I love this song. Song's great. Mm. It's a great song. And you're right. It's a reoccurring thing. J. Cole just... just I don't know what he it is. Slays.
2: I think he purposely I, goes he, into the
1: studio and says, I want to kill. body people yeah. on their songs it's an old school mentality and why are people letting them do this that's the bigger point
2: because you're 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 stuck in the the a hard place where it's like i know j Cole's gonna body me but i need that j cole feature it's like a fiend that just needs cocaine
1: or lean or lean but okay so real talk Do you like this song
2: you know what to be honest with you I was in Vegas all last week. Mm -hmm. So when this song came out, I heard it a little bit. Actually, I heard a snippet of it on Thursday.
1: Okay.
2: And the only thing I heard, unfortunately, was J. Cole's part. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yo, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold up. Hold hold up. Hold up. J. Cole's doing strip club
1: joints now? fam. J. Cole... Is in the strip clubs yo. with the grossies. Yo, remember, remember, we had a conversation about J. Cole a couple episodes ago. Yes, and I want to say we were trashing him more. So you though? Here we go. No, nah, real talk, because we were talking about I, J. Cole doesn't make. I hits.
2: have no recollection.
1: <laughs> no, seriously, we were like, yo, J. Cole, and I, I, I actually agree with you. Like J. Cole, normal, like the songs we know J. Cole for. And by the way, this is not his song. Yeah. But I, but I kind of tease in saying J Cole featuring Young Thug because I'm telling you he bodied this song so hard that this might as well be his song. You mean like
2: the um, the pirates? This what? is my, this is our ship now, or whatever. You know, you know that famous thing from from that uh, Tom Hanks movie.
1: Tom Hanks or... He, uh, the,
2: the Somalian guy looked at Tom uh, Hanks and said, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. this is my shit Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What's the name yeah. of that joint?
1: What's uh, the name of that, that movie? Captain Peters or something
2: nah, I like don't that? Know. Hell no. Captain Hank? I don't know. Damn it. I Captain, know. Captain some white name.
1: I know exactly what you're talking about, though. But so, so yes, to answer your question, J. Cole is in a strip club now. Jesus. J. Cole, J. Cole has turned into this artist that...
2: Does he? Does he
1: have any weakness? He can do it all. No, seriously. Does he? I'm just. I'm trying to think of this objectively because I fuck with J Cole. Like I think everybody knows that at this point. But like, this surprised me. I wasn't surprised. No, 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 no. no. The way the way in which he 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 floated on this song, and it just seemed like he'd been doing this shit for years.
2: I wasn't surprised. I wasn't.
1: All right. Tell me, tell me more. Surprised. Tell me more.
2: I, I mean, I, I just wasn't surprised because that's how highly I think of J. Cole. Where Come on. I'm like, stop, yo, stop dude. Stop it. Would, you st- it?
1: would you stop it? Can you let me finish? Are we having real talk or not?
2: I'm being real. Are we ill advised or not? I'm saying I'm not. I wasn't surprised that he killed a strip club sounding joint because I don't put anything past J. Cole rapping wise. Like, J, I, I remember in college. Please remember, tell the people in college what I told you. I told you in college. J. Cole is one of the best rappers I've ever heard in my life. I said that in college. Before all this, you know, um, uh, uh, what's that first album? Um.
1: What, sideline story?
2: Sideline story before. That
1: was around the warm uh, up. That was actually the, when the it warm up was. around up
2: came the out. warm up. I said, yo, I listened to this guy rap and I said, yo, like, his skill set, he's like Kevin Durant to the hip hop game. You put Kevin Durant on
1: any team, he's going to get you some points. All right, man. Listen, I've had enough. Okay. Cut the shenanigans. All right. You're right about what you said. And by the way, I was not as definitive as you back then, yeah. but I was the J. Cole fan. You were the J. Cole. Fan. I was the one and who I, was like, "Dog, you were the Cole fan." This nigga is the truth. Now, whether or not you want to, you went out there because you you did say that, and I and I feel I don't remember exactly, but I feel like I agree with you. Like, yo, yeah, that yeah, nigga's the truth. You didn't deny it, but you I didn't deny it. You so, didn't so deny it. because it was like it was definitely logical in that yeah, moment. That yeah. like I was hearing it, yeah. and that's how I felt. Let's cut the shenanigans though. Being the best rapper you ever heard is not the same as somebody being on a strip club song. Like I think we got to acknowledge the fact that J Cole being the great rapper he is and that you thought he was 10 years ago or 11 years ago. He's now doing something different that Can you can you realistically say this is what you you knew he was going to be able to do? Like he's actually doing something way different. I knew he could do it because just his skill set. When has he ever done it? When has he ever been in the club? Been in the club to do it like this? Because and by the way, I haven't been in the club to hear this, but I know there's going to be in the club.
2: J Cole. J Cole has. J Cole's a studier of the game. I can tell. He studies the game. He has an appreciation for what's going on in the culture.
1: Yep. So, Which is why he met with Lil Pump. That's why you, he that met with hated. Lil
2: Pump. That's why he met middle to, I did hate it. I didn't hate the fact that he met with Lil Pump. I hate the fact that he was talking trash about Lil Pump, talking, sticking his chest out, and then was so quick to call a truce. I didn't like that. But that's just coming from the competitive side of me. Where I'm like, yo, J Cole, come on, don't let him that, that don't let him off that easy. Okay. okay. So, but, but here, nor here nor there. I just know J Cole is a studier of the game, and when you combine that with his skill set, I am not surprised to hear him succeed in several different facets of hip hop music. Hell, I mean, you can put J Cole on an ex-extentacion song. I. I think he would find a way to navigate through it and be successful. I don't believe you.
1: Okay. I don't believe you. All right. I I'm shocked. I, 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 I was put su- it past I him. was surprised to hear J Cole float on this type of song. This nigga floated like it's one thing to just be a feature. He. Bodied like he actually and I'm not even hyping. I wish I was actually hyping he bodied like it. he, he bodied. bodied this song. He bodied it. Like to this extreme level, I don't know if we can just be like, uh, oh, we expected him to body. No, like, come on. At this point, he's let's he's, be, let's, let's, let's let's be he's real. He's done it, he's done it all. I fuck with this song. This song's hard. I like it so hard. I, like it. I, I yeah, got I, I like this song. I got song. this song in heavy rotation right now. I like. I like. I like. It. I probably got to listen to it again. Especially I, I like Young it. Thug's part when he starts fucking squeaking. I like it. And for some reason, he tells some girl to stop drop and roll. Like I don't understand. <laughs> like, but then again, why am I trying to understand Young Thug verses?
2: And why are you trying to understand a song called "The London"? That was it, and me was the and The London. It's a hotel.
1: It's a hotel. Yeah, I know. Anyway, let's move on. Ty Dolla Sign dropped a song called "Purple Emoji" featuring an, the aforementioned J Cole. Uh, I thought this song was—it uh, was good. It was solid. I'm, yo, I'm gonna be honest. This song pissed me off. Pissed me easy, off.
2: Too easy to make.
1: It, it 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 actually annoyed me, and the reason why it annoyed me was because I had been waiting for Ty Dolla Sign, patiently waiting, because Ty Dolla Sign and, and J Cole are probably two of my favorite top 3 artists. And now I'm going to throw Young Thug in there. Like I'm talking about like people who I think are wow. transcendent type artists who actually make impactful music that actually move other rappers and artists and actually impact the fans, but neither here nor there. The reason why I was upset was because I've been waiting for Ty Dolla $ign to come out and establish his damn dominance. Like I believe he's he's capable of musically. His last album that came out was what? Beach House three, right? Which sounded like a playlist full of features of Ty Dolla Sign, and that's not a knock because Ty Dolla Sign's fire, right? He just he's always a part of great songs. Mm-hmm. So me saying that is not necessarily all the way knocking him because I believe that the album was good but I've been waiting for Ty Dolla $ign to stand out I'm tired of him giving platforms to other artists and, and, and not showing why he, it, he should be the premier artist on a song and so with him giving a feature to J. Cole which by the way J. Cole bodied this one too he did Probably not as much as the London, but I think he 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 did a really good job on this one as well. Um, this song was just not long enough. I, I really wanted more from him. And I'm hoping that the album that is apparently going to drop soon, I don't know when, but I'm hoping that the album that drops soon will give me what I need from Ty Dolla $ign. Because this was like a teaser, man. Like this joint just had me wanting more. And so if that was his goal, he got me. I don't know how the shit made you feel, but that's how I felt. What you think of the song? Um, first and foremost, like,
2: can we? Can we? I, I can't believe I'm saying this. What I'm about to say, this is this is this is a moment in Illaize Wise Guys history that I did not expect. I would be saying,
1: "Uh oh, dude, you got more you got more dramatic pauses than six nine on the Breakfast Club interview." Did you see that? Of course, I fucking paused after like every word. I, it. I it's a build up. That's was how was about to go to court. That's how you cook bait. Why you and messing then, up? Why, and then the why ops- are you
2: messing up my 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 mic drip?
1: You, you, you waited too long. Why are you, you messing up my, you mic too long, you man. my mic drip? You cut my mic drip off. You had like a 10-second okay, pause, Okay, well, we're going to have
2: to start it over again. We're going to have another 10 seconds. Go ahead. All right. I'm about to say something that I would have never believed I would have said, not only two years ago, four years ago, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 20 years ago. Young Berg... Aka hit maker has saved hip hop.
1: <laughs> Young Berg, I, I repeat, Young yo, yo, Berg. Yo, hey, th- I, I'm. Thank you, thank He's, you for saying this. Yo, thank you for saying. this I told you about yo? <laughs> yeah, yo. yo, yo, no, no, seriously. Thank you. And this is perfect timing. I was just thinking about this shit. I, you know what I was... I'm sorry. Real quick, and I'm going to let you continue. I was literally thinking this shit today. I swear to God, this is no joke. No cap, as the kids say. I said, I need to... I, I was thinking in my brain, I need to put together a list of top five rebrands in life. Wow. No, Seriously. Because IHOP will be on there. Who? IHOP. I'm talking about music. Or not sorry. You know what? People. i I was I was talking about people. You talking about iHop. IHOP's rebrand was pretty pretty good though. They were respected. And then they and then now they're trash now. <laughs> but no, seriously though. And the reason why I was saying that was because I heard a song by somebody called some some chick called uh I know exactly what you're talking about Layton
2: green what's her name yes i saw it Layton green had is little, it, it a little baby yeah yeah oh yeah Le- city Le- girls green, PB Lil rock baby city Girls, and i was like rock
1: and he actually heard him was on this the, time. S- he was at you the end of the song yeah. and i was like fam why is nobody acknowledging the mo- one of the most amazing rebrands in music I mean, I meant, sorry, sorry. Let me rephrase that. He is the most ema- amazing rebrand in music. But I was actually extending this beyond music, where I was like, I need to put together a list of of top five rebrands by people. And you know who else on the list? Controversy, hmm. Donald Trump. That's that's a that's 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 a good I'm, dude. I'm putting together a list. This should have been. This should be your ill-vised thoughts. Nope, nope. Because yeah, I'm I'm better than that. Okay.
2: <laughs> Starts.
1: I'm better than that. but anyway continue so let me continue
2: Youngberg aka Hitmaker you know right now is responsible for I believe some of the best music in the hip hop industry right now one of my favorite songs right now if I, if I heard it in the club right now I'm buying a whole row some shots is your piece Jacquees and Lil Baby
1: you buying shots though?
2: I'm buying shots, water shots, but shots. It. That's what I it costs like thirty cents to put it in a shot glass, so it's gonna be water. But anyway, he he's brought back this R and B, '90s R and B vibe to hip hop. Granted, some of the stuff, some of the beats that he's producing for people, are like you know remixes of old songs. I get it. But at the same time, it's a beautiful brand of music that I think is very beneficial for this generation that is now like starting to enter into the idea of music to listen to. Because a lot of this generation don't know, you know, um, the song that you're speaking of, I think, was a remix to. um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. it Uh, was a remix to. Uh Sierra. Remember. It was a remix to Sierra's um Was the one with Ludacris? Uh um, oh, no, no, that no, was no, Oh, it um, was man. it was a remix to, you know what I'm talking about. I heard the song it and I knew I knew the song when I was listening yeah, to it, but yeah, I can't think exactly. of it right now. It was a remix to one of Sierra's old songs. That's a song you should want to listen to. Your piece sounds like doom, doom, doom. That's like Puff Daddy era is what your piece sounds like. Um, and then so forth and so on. I mean, the whole Thai dollar and Jeremiah album has a whole 90s feel. This is a, a p- important style of music that I think generations need to be listening to because that was one of the best hip-hop eras. Like, everybody wants to talk about the 90s hip-hop era of Wu-Tang and all that stuff. Cool, they they, they made their mark. 90s R&B was crazy. Classic, and for somebody, one person in particular, hitmaker, aka Youngberg. We talking Youngberg? Hey, sexy lady, that song was fire. Youngberg, that song was
1: fire. I I love that song. Young,
2: five foot three, Youngberg. He maker for him, the dude that caught beef with Briscoe, and Briscoe actually came out. The winner when it came to swag after he beefed with him.
1: Briscoe.
2: Remember Briscoe? Briscoe. Brisco?
1: Where is where's that guy at?
2: Who knows? But Young is still standing.
1: He got the last laugh. It's
2: because Yo, he
1: got the Briscoe
2: got the last laugh. No, no, Youngberg. no.
1: <laughs> Briscoe is probably not even laughing anymore. The fuck is he doing? That nigga he probably
2: he's probably somewhere. He's,
1: he's probably somewhere pissed. You don't think he's smiling right now? He's pissed. He's making money somewhere. All right, he ain't making more than Youngberg. <laughs> not in music, but anyway,
2: I was—you I, I, know—I'm trying to stop being disrespectful. I'm not going to be disrespectful. But I think we speak facts with, right with now. That, with, with that being said, you know, um, Ty Dollar signs "Purple" Emoji. I'm not even sure if that's produced by Hitmaker. I'm not—I'm not sure, but it has that old school '90s R&B vibe to it. Uh, uh, you know, Ty Dollar sign gives a soulful performance that's just like you know vintage it's it's not about trying to be trendy it's not about trying to be uh you know modern day it's more about trying to be timeless sounding and i think that's just a sound that's so important for not only the artists that are on the come up but generations that did not get a chance to listen to That timeless 90s R&B, man. So that's one of the biggest takeaways from that song. I mean, obviously, it's a great song. J. Cole put up a great verse, great chemistry between the two. But um, that's my big takeaway. Like, right now, we're in a very good era of hip-hop music. I agree. So much so, you talk about Leighton Green. I've never heard of Leighton Green. Me neither. But an artist like that can shine. Because if you just give us something that gives off 90s vibes in in this day and age... Man, you're killing it.
1: Listen, shout out the, shout out the, I need to stop disrespecting Youngberg and even calling him Young, I call. you think he wants know, us to he call, call he him was. Hitmaker? I, I have no clue. I can't call, I'm I not know. calling a nigga Hitmaker. What's his real name? <laughs> his real name? Yeah, I have, I have no, no idea. Clue, but but anyway. I can't, I have a problem calling a nigga Hitmaker. I mean, even though he is a Hitmaker, that just sounds like a He's weird Young name Berg. to call. We know him as Youngberg. Yeah. But anyway. Christian Ward. His real name. That's his name? Maybe we'll call him Christian Ward. Ward. All right, man. Let's move on, man, because Young Berg, I could talk about, uh, for real, for real. We, I could probably rave about the amount. We could make a list right now. We go to the Wikipedia page right now, He's the and you will right be now. astonished. He's
2: the hottest producer right
1: now. You will be astonished at the hits that man. you've been shaking your ass to in the club that were produced by none other than Young Thug. I'm sorry, Young oh. Berg. Anyway, let's move on, man joiner lucas dropped the song called isis featuring logic and i was happy to see this song i saw this song as the as a as a video first before i actually listened to the audio
2: because you saw the two light-skinned people reunited
1: i suppose like two
2: light-skinned people like kumbaya
1: that's not why i like the, the video uh that's why i liked it White well, skin people can. You have talking about you talking about the 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 beef being over, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's why I was saying I was light happy. That
2: people can be can can have they differences. Can, they can coexist. They can have differences, and then they can come back and unite with one another for a greater purpose.
1: Uh, I, I guess, I guess, I but no, real talk. That's, minus the light skinned aspect, yeah. I gotta stop being this racial shit, man. This is this shit is you going backwards, all right? This is 2019. I'm tired of with the light skin, what, black skin. Was jokes. there a
2: negative tone in what I said? Like, yes. was there there's was a there's okay. an undertone
1: Fine. with with identifying two light skin? Why can't they just be two dudes? How about that? Why you gotta identify the skin color, huh, brother? Hey, yeah, I thought you were Broham Zelensky. Because he don't. Oh, oh he now, don't oh, look oh, like, oh, oh he who don't
2: look like me? Who, who don't look black? He, I said he doesn't look like me. They're, at the end of the day, they're lighter. And? They're lighter skin. All right, And, man. like, you know, it's, it's just a, it's 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 an interesting dynamic. Dinet- it's, it's like it's Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, you know? Like, what about them? They are like the Steph Curry and Clay Thompson of the hip-hop game. They killing it, man. They are killing it. They doing good.
1: All right, now you wilding. Uh, I, 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 Light skin, you, brother. You're going, you going places that I wasn't even prepared to go to. But I am happy to see these two dudes, honestly, making a song together. That was actually tight. I, I like that. Even though their beef wasn't really about anything from what I could tell.
2: Ju- Juwan Howard just got a job. Light skin brothers. Alright. Juwan Howard.
1: Hey, like I said on the last episode, I'm still looking for uh I'm still looking for Logic's birth certificate. Wait, you think he's white? I don't believe I I'm I'm <laughs> skeptical. I, I'm not saying I am not I listen, think Logic is white. I'm not s I'm not saying that he's not mixed. I'm just saying I'm not sure, okay?
2: You know what? I want to see what I'm logic I'm just saying I'm not sure. Is. Let's ask logic what his favorite food is. What? If he says anything If he says casserole, if he says, <laughs> get that man
1: out of here, yo. Get that motherfucker out of here, man. Yeah, fucking hey, tuna tuna casserole and uh and wonder bread. Uh yo, I will I, what?
2: A broccoli medley.
1: You know oh, what my. though? It might be though, because his mom is white, and supposedly his dad is his dad is black. That's true. That's that's, true. A, that's just such a weird combo. But anyway, what you think about this
2: song, brother? I,
1: and I was about to get to that. So uh, I like the song because it was it was hype. It gave me it gave me a lot of energy. It's a nice little workout song, to be honest. And that's really all I like the song for. That's you don't know, like it. their
2: rapping? On? I thought their rapping was fantastic. I right?
1: thought Joyner Lucas destroyed Logic on this song. I, and 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 I'm not trying to com- put them against each other, but I'm like, dude, sure? was this was this song made for Jordan Lucas to just body uh, logic. logic on a song together? Yeah. Like, right, um, I mean, but you, dude, you know, he, you, he he like ate. Remember what I told you? Completely dominated the song. Remember what I but told it is you? It's his song, so I'm I'm pretty sure that was a that was purposeful.
2: Remember right.
1: What? So, but anyway, I like the song. I just don't think it's like amazing. I just think it's okay. okay.
2: Remember what I told you in episode
1: twenty five? That's that's a lie.
2: I and, said and, logic. And,
1: and and the crowd determined that was a lie, Listen, but go logical
2: ahead. fallacies.
1: That's the episode.
2: That's where I went on a logic rant. Mm. So in that rant, I said logic is he's a really good rapper mechanically, mm-hmm. but I think he's a bit overrated. Like, so, when you pit him against another dude that can actually rap, because that actually happened on his last album. He was pitted against other dudes that can actually rap, like Eminem. Eminem bodied him. He was on Commando with G-Eazy. G-Eazy bodied him.
1: Would you stop it?
2: I can even argue Gucci Man bodied him. All right, all right. On Icy. Knock it off. But that's fine. But anyway, so... I'm not surprised, but I but, like this but, album but, as a but, as a hardcore hip hop. album fan. is good. Anyway, go ahead. It was okay. <laughs> that, All right. You know, hip as a hip hop fan, I like this song. Like, but most importantly, man, light skin brothers can have differences, and like, they can come out of those differences shaking hands. Like, cause it was like, I don't. Jordan Lucas seems like the type of dude. Like, when he beats with you, it's more than just like anger. It's like sacred to him. So like for them to get out of this beef, oh man. Pow this was a really good day for like light skinned America. Yeah, man. Very good day for light yeah. skin America. Hey, I'm glad I'm I shed a tear.
1: I'm I'm glad uh, I'm not offended by uh your continuous I love I love pitting I love lights, lights too to pitting light skinned people against light skinned people. I love light skinned people. You and people. your colorism. You and your colorism, man. I or think. I think. Hey, I think you, hey, need, I think you, you need, were the I one. I think you need that psychiatrist that you that you keep talk that you talked about to start this episode. You were. You. Where is the that one. Psycholo- psychiatrist when you need them? You
2: were the one that said there was light skin on light skin crime on this song. You said Jordan Lucas bodied him. You were being demonstrative about it. Okay. That's light skin on light skin crime. <laughs> I don't want to see light skin on light skin crime.
1: <laughs> okay. If if you took me saying Jonah Lucas bodied Logic as light skin on light skin crime, which I didn't mention race domestic or light skin abuse color at all. If that's what you took, all right, let's, okay. let's let's move on, man. Uh, but he did body him. I, I stand by that. He did. He bodied him. With his and, and and you gonna he probably body listen, him with like a light mic? And and, and yeah.
2: <laughs> his mic ain't black. You think <laughs> yeah. his mic is Yo, black? He
1: probably has a beige a beige mic. <laughs> what if his mic was
2: bad? <laughs> his mic the same same color as his carpet a light mic can you can you be a light-skinned person to have a black mic
1: what why not isn't it kind of like it don't look like me Fam, he's ra- they're rapping what are you talking about okay no I'm, what's uh, wrong, what's it wrong was with a you, question man? it was a question what's wrong with you man it was
2: not a rhetorical question it was a you question. know
1: we're being recorded it's like nah <laughs> yo let's move on man uh Go Link dropped a song called "Joke Ting" featuring Ari Pinsmith. Smith. Okay, everybody,
2: let me go first, right? Okay, everybody, I'm going to say another statement that I think is very important that has to be said. I propose a trade. I propose a trade. For Wale, spot. No, actually, it's not. It's not even a trade. Oh, boy. It's
1: not even a trade. <laughs> oh, Can we bench
2: Wale when uh, it comes to the Lord. when it comes to the top five not, rappers not in the, the DMV? Not the Wale.
1: Category. Listen, let me hear, has let me been hear you. a
2: sixth man. Let me hear you out. When it comes to the DMV, Goldlink has been a sixth man. Uh huh. Coming off the bench for the last two, three years, Wale has been the star player. Wale, when you think of. DC rap, you think of Wale, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. I think Golink has done the necessary things to now become the face of DC rap. Can we bench Wale? Well, we we won't bench him. We just won't give him as many looks. The offense runs through Golink now. Golink, the offense runs through you, brother. I have trust in you we're gonna find mismatches for you but anyway um joke ting. i really like the song it's a summary vibe song um gold Link raps like he always raps you know almost like a a, a uh vacuum cleaner that has like try to vacuum some clothes and it's stuck a little bit
1: like that? What the fuck? Yo, <laughs> what? It's like all a right. vacuum
2: cleaner. Doesn't doesn't does remind you of like a don't vacuum make me spit cleaner? Spit out my drink!
1: I almost spit out my drink, man. That me. was that was a reach of a of a of but a, of a comparison. But all right,
2: but team. <laughs> you know, Go Link is really talented. He's so talented that he links up with like kind of like these lesser known artists. Let me just say that Brent Fayez. Um and and joke ting ari pinsmith you know greatest hip hop name i ever heard in my life um but yeah i mean i think joke ting is good man i think joke ting is good i think i think what it tells me is Gold link is ready to be the focal point on DMV's first team
1: yeah um first and first and foremost to answer your question you said well I don't know if it was a, it was a was it a question or a statement where you were saying I have no clue. You were like can Gold Link not come off the bench and he can he be the starter, right? Yes. Yes.
2: Can he be the go-to player?
1: When was he not the go-to player? In 2019?
2: He was not. Wale Wale was Wale. Wale listen, we should Wale even, is an aging superstar. We should And even, you have to be delicate with how you deal with an aging superstar. I agree. And so we were still giving them points
1: and we're
2: still giving them the ball
1: yep he's like carmelo he's like he's carmelo Carmelo. but wale is carmelo
2: you have to tell him like dog there's a new regime we want to go a different direction but is he
1: fighting it though
2: is the question wale yeah he's trying to he's he's trying to be friends with who the new artist, right with the new star player that's good but then again i haven't heard them link up for any
1: songs though me neither
2: Maybe the star so player do doesn't want to link
1: how up. How do we know they're linking up? Well, maybe
2: there's internal beef.
1: Oh, boy. Anyway, I, I think Gold Link is, is the face of- Somebody the, has to be traded. You know what's, what's, what's sad is- uh, Do you
2: think we can trade Wale to
1: who? Louisville? Why would we do that?
2: We can trade him for- Bryson you know, Tiller? Not Bryson. No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, nah. Bryson Tiller and some-
1: You, you wouldn't want Bryson Tiller? We would need draft picks. We would need Wale Why would you draft. not want- Bra- Bryson Tiller fir- is a first-round talent.
2: That's what I know. I know. But we need draft picks to go with. You're not going to take Wale's expiring contract.
1: Who said he's getting paid? It's like, no, nah, all right, let me stop. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously. Wale's no, an expiring contract right hit, now. What I don't understand is we, talk, we you, you talked about Gold Link, right? And he yeah. talked about Wale. I guess you say that because you're talking about D.C. DME. Is Gaithersburg part of the DMV? Answer the question. The, I just want to answer. I, can you just answer the question?
2: Yes, it is. It
1: is. Okay. So logic is up there. So where does logic fit into this? So
2: Listen, logic I just is ask not a star here. player. I just ask questions here. That's all. In my opinion, logic is not a star player. He's a really good player.
1: Logic is not a star yeah. player.
2: Logic is not the star player of DC because he doesn't embody does DC. Logic, logic is. A but what universal is but what star. is DC?
1: Hmm? When you say he doesn't embody DC, what do you mean?
2: I'm talking about he doesn't embody the culture of DMV DC. Like Goldlink still embodies the culture of DMV DC. Like, oh, I agree I, with that. When I when I hear him rap, when I listen to his music, it has this level of soulfulness. Okay, this level of like just creativity that is very DC. Like,
1: listen, you know who's the real underground king of the DMV? Shy Glizzy. Fat Trail.
2: Shy, shy, so.
1: <laughs> you want to talk about And by the way I don't, Shy Glizzy's the one by Dude the way, <laughs> on the
2: team That goes to the The communities You know what I mean Listen don't be He's dis- not the best don't player Don't be disrespectful I, He's on the team He's the first don't team Don't be disrespectful He is first all right? team All DC to me He's, he's first, first team All DC First team All DC to I agree with that I agree with that He's first team All DC to me I think so I, think, I actually think Glizzy is very talented I think he's really good Um, He's good
1: but, but Gold Link. Gold Link is the guy. He's the guy right now. Gold Link
2: is the guy you want to build around. We don't know if he's going to take that next step. Gold, that's we a great know. that's a
1: great way of putting That's yeah. a great way of, 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 of stating it.
2: I'm, yep. I'm, I'm ready to put all my money, put
1: the chips on the table for Gold Link. That's a great way to state it. I, I like that. I like that. And with that, let's let's move on to the next song.
0: Okay.
1: Lil Dirk dropped a song called Turn My Turning Myself In. Or Turn Myself In. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. Anyway, um,
2: yeah, I swear to God, like when Lil Dirk makes music, mm-hmm. he be cutting onions in the studio. <laughs>
1: All right, man, you and these damn onions, man. What's wrong with you, man? Do you like cutting onions that much? It makes me cry, dog. Like, that's the only thing that makes you cry. It makes me cry. when You I gotta, cut you gotta induce, crying. I'm from the hood,
2: dog. Like, we, we
1: cutting onions. You onion. suppress, surpre- <laughs> yo. You suppress your pain so much that you gotta keep, you gotta bring onions around the cut to to force yourself to cry. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean that's kind of sad, bro.
2: If that's a direct way to make you cry, <laughs> but we don't wipe
1: it though. That's Nipsey, man. We um, only embrace the only life we know. Um, so I heard this song just before we recorded. We hit re- hit the record button. Um, and like most Little Dirk songs. You know, it comes full of him singing and being very melodic and him providing a a element that a lot of these dudes out here are out here trying to really mimic. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna ask how
2: sure how how sure are you
1: that I was Lil Dirk? You a sure one. that ain't Roddy Rich? That was a great that's a great question. Um no, nah, I'm pretty sure it was it was Lil Dirk. Okay. 'Cause I looked at the phone and it said Lil Dirk. Okay. Turning myself in. That's the only reason why I'm sure, though. That's okay. it. Okay. Somebody could have lied, though, in that in that damn uh, uh, sound uh, like right title to me. But no, seriously though, um, this song is probably a little bit more sentimental slash impactful because of, I guess, his personal situation. Yes. Where he's, I guess, about to go to jail, or maybe he, maybe he's even in jail. Maybe he, he even turned himself in at this point. I don't know. This song didn't really stand out to me as like anything that was super fire. But then again, Lil Durk is just solid. He's just a solid artist, man. And and you know, I wish more people would actually respect Lil, Lil Durk, but hey. I thought, I
2: mean, Lil Durk is, Lil Durk, I don't know, he was one of the weirder hip,
1: one of the weirdest hip
2: hop careers I've ever seen in my
1: life. Like, What do you mean, like his career's over? Mm- I mean You speak it in past tense like, No, I mean I'm just saying it's one of the
2: weirdest hip hop careers I've ever seen in my life. Like where I feel like he should be like at the top of the mountaintop when it comes to the hip hop game, but it's just like it's not quite there yet. And I actually think he's a really good artist. Um lots of soul, lots of passion in his music. And uh the main reason I was the one that actually put turn myself in as uh, ill was because it kind of felt like a um, a goodbye of sorts. On the song, he talks about, you know, make sure my kids are good. Um, I want to be able to like kiss my fiance before I have to turn myself in. He calls out fake friends. He calls out rappers that want to be like him. It, it almost felt like a goodbye, almost like an acceptance speech. Slash a fu speech to, to the people he's not messing with. So if you take it at face value, you know, it's, it's just another solid little Dirk song. But what he could be facing with his his legal issues, I think it's a
1: pretty powerful song. All right. I'm not mad at that. Uh, Yeah, let's move on to some songs that are not so advised. And we're gonna start with Tory Lanez and Quavo and Tiger with a song called "Broke Leg," and I'll start here, man. Okay, because I am—you
2: am, hate, hate it the most. We'll start with the person that hates it. The I
1: most. am. I, you know, here on the—didn't
2: uh, you proclaim Tory Lanez the best artist since Michael?
1: Did I? I don't know. I feel like I feel like I might. I don't think I use the word Michael Jackson. You you talking about Michael or who who you talking about?
2: Michael. All right. Cool. But Jordan, Jackson, action.
1: I'm going to be honest, man, because, (sighs) you know, I hate to trash this man because I fuck with Tory Lanez. I really do. But I'm sick and tired of this man putting out this cookie cutter music. He's getting getting lazy. I'm sick of this shit. He's getting lazy. Stop putting out this bullshit. I don't want to hear it. I don't. He's more talented than that. And the problem is, the problem with artists like Tory Lanez and just really artists in general is that, you know, this is the music business, right? So what I'm noticing is whether an artist is as dynamic as Tory Lanez, because we we know what Tory Lanez is capable of. We've heard it on... M- numerous occasions, numerous albums. We've heard it. We've seen it. So when we hear songs like a uh, broke leg, we know it's some bullshit. We know he made it for the radio. He made it for, to and he made it uh, to get into the clubs. And so I think this song to me, the reason why I don't like it, it's everything that I don't like about the music business. Right. At least what I know of, which is, when you stop doing shit, you stop doing music for to try to push the culture and try to do something different and sort of stand out versus just trying to maintain and try to just be within the boundaries of what is currently happening. It's like, look, man, like we get it. This song is a formula. It's formula-based. I don't want to hear this shit ever again. I'm just being yo, I'm being real. Like I do not want to hear this song ever again. And I fuck with all three of these artists. Quavo, Tiger, Tory Lanez. This song is not for me, man. What do you gotta say about this?
2: Um, remember what I said earlier in the podcast? I said the new phase is strip club joints. Uh this is just another strip club joint. The the bad thing about hip hop, and I, I I I said this in one of the episodes. I said hip-hop, I can't remember exactly, but I said along the lines of hip-hop is lazy a lot of times. You can't just think that you could follow a trend and everything is good. Like there's a strip club trend. And in hip-hop is, I feel like, one of the only cultures when there's a trend, you start to see a myriad of lazy-ass records. Think about it i used to love when rappers would sing but then the trend became rappers always singing and now you get lazy ass versions of rappers singing when autotune was hot just lazy ass autotune tracks ron Browse. ron Browse is one of the worst artists i've ever heard in my life you know why not only was he a bad singer but he followed a trend and he he actually gave him the light of day
1: and he excelled and he excelled and in in, in, in said trend he
2: is one of the worst singers I've ever heard in my life or, or, or artists rather strip club joints is yet another trend and you're going to get lazy ass records like broke leg because strip club joints is just a trend which by the way a trend that I think city girls made extra popular but um it's kind of disappointing though because Tory Lanez has been pretty solid when it comes to strip club joints uh Quavo has been pretty solid when it comes to strip club joints and we all know Tiger's history of making strip club joints he's very solid so you would think when you combine the three together that it will be some type of like super duper strip club joint that will exceed this stratosphere but it was just a lazy effort And this is the type of stuff that honestly, as a hip hop fan, I'm kind of glad we're in the era right now because in Apple Music, you can just play it, put it in your library or you leave it alone. But could you imagine if you were a fan of these guys and you had to buy the singles?
1: Mm. That's tough. That's tough. The song
2: is not terrible, but it's a lazy ass effort and I can see it. I can, I can see, see right see right through it, man. I can see right through I'm not, the
1: lies. I'm, not with, eyes, I'm I not with it, man. So, I'm not with it. I, I I'm with you on and, that. And it's, and it's and, and listen, man. I'm you know, I come on this mic and you know, I don't want to say I accept things as they come because to be honest, some even though I see right through everything, some of it is like some of it's good, some of it's good, and it is what it is, right? But I'm gonna start calling people out for what it is yeah like i'm gonna just start doing it because i mean i see it regularly and it is what it is so let's just move on man yes please because the next song is another example of this at least to me trippy red dropped the song called under in under enemy arms and i'll make this very quick actually you know what you start this because i started start last like,
2: I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make it even quicker than Do you. That. please i played it one time and i don't remember what it sounds like so Thank there you, you go and now your turn,
1: and so I played it twice, and after the first time, I said to myself, "Wait a minute, did a song even come on? I didn't hear any words. I did not hear any words. I put it on the second time, and I said, "Wait a minute. was I heard like two words. What kind of bullshit are these people making these days? That's all I have to say let's let's I'm never listening to this song again. I won't." I won't listen to this song again. Yeah, yo. uh, you know what? It's really that simple. Just so
2: we won't, we we need to tell these guys why you shouldn't download this song. It's really that simple. Let me simple. just go and let me see. Song is I awful. Um, uh, Army-like instrumental melody and gritty lyrical content. Um, I don't mess with Trippy's wishy-washy delivery of his lyrical content. Um. I can see some people hating this song and others actually messing with it. So man, yeah, what are you reading? I'm, I'm, I'm reading ratings game music, by the way, if you want to search yeah, make sure you make and sure you, see, make sure you say and see, that man. and see my opinion on this song. You know, every single song we have on here, I, I, I give actually a written opinion about on ratings game music. You can even be on it and I can give you an opinion on your music. Yeah. But, um, I was just reading it. Um, one thing that I said that stands out on the review was um, Trippy sounds like he's rapping while gargling on some mouthwash.
1: That's that's so, awful. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that, that should that tell is you, terrible. <laughs> that should tell you what <laughs> song what, what I thought music of. review over. And I don't
2: remember what it sounded like today. I'm sitting here today. I didn't remember what it sounded like. I had to read what I put. But
1: yeah, I think we've talked awesome. about it enough. Let, let's move on. Cardi B dropped a song called Press. What do you think it is, man? <sighs> you know what?
2: I love Cardi, man. I love Cardi. I think it's safe to say we all love Cardi. I can probably knock on this wall on the other side. Ask them, hey, do you love Cardi? They say, oh, of course we love Cardi. I love Cardi. Cardi is fun. She's controversial at times. But I'm kind of scared for Cardi really am like money was great um bodak yellow was great but what made those songs even greater that wasn't cardi that was city girls her her arch enemies but anyway um press what made those songs so great was that there was a level of unknown. There was a level of unpredictability attached to those songs. When I found out that Cardi B was dropping a song called Press, like a couple hours before it dropped, I was literally telling myself, oh God, I hope this song doesn't sound just like money. I hope I everything I think this song is going to be or sound like it doesn't sound like that so when 12 o'clock hit and i press play on this song i shook my head had my hand in my face like no cardi is becoming cliche cardi is becoming predictable and I, like i said i love cardi and i hope she has an audible like I hope if people she she will get s- some flack for this song press she will get some some serious criticism for this song and I just pray I just pray Cardi has uh, um, an ability to adjust I hope Cardi has like you know a, 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 a an audible in her career man because when you when, when when somebody can start predicting what you're going to do or say or rap about oh man that's that's not good i'm scared i'm scared
1: <laughs> i'm sitting here laughing because uh you know i'm thinking about one of my favorite Interviews, post-game interviews of all time, uh, by by Dennis Green, the Arizona Cardinals coach, who they're who we thought they were, the Arizona Cardinals coach. Uh, when they, I think they lost to the Bears. <laughs> it was Bears, yeah, it was the Bears. <laughs> they lost to the Bears, right? Yeah. Cardi B is who we thought she was. I'm yo, I'm serious, man. Oh man. Like, okay, so Oh man. Let's 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 rewind. Because oh, man. let's rewind because I feel like the last Cardi song we talked about was Please Me with Bruno Mars. Yeah.
2: Which I loved.
1: And remember what it was I unique. said. Remember what all right. Remember what I said about that song. Remember I didn't like it. I know.
2: You didn't like it. You didn't like and it. And the
1: reason why I didn't like it was because I said, you know what? It what I'm seeing is it it feels like they're 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 forcing her into this like polished uh they're giving her this polished approach and this polished feel that I don't think that's why people even like Cardi B to begin with like we liked Cardi B because she was raw and because she was just this for lack of a better phrase this no muzzle type v- person where she just had no filter yeah and it translated to the music yeah now i'm not saying this song has a filter because i mean she's still talking crazy right she still talks the same the same way she's always talked but the only difference is we expected it Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. like we get it you drop one album you dropped a couple songs after the one album so i'm pretty sure people and there's a lot of people who don't want her to change Mm -hmm. but to me I'm looking for growth. Yes. And if this song is an indication of what they think is growth for Cardi B, I'm not rolling. Oh, yeah. I'm not rolling.
2: That's a you you put it way better than I did.
1: I'm not rolling, man. That's
2: that's that's the big picture. And I think that's what it was for me too was growth. I'm I did not like that next step for her man
1: yeah it's just not it's just just not what it is i, did. I mean like listen and of course like any song that we criticize including the toy lanes one called broke leg you put enough marketing dollars behind it it's gonna go because you you make people hear it enough it's gonna be in the club people gonna fuck with it yeah but we don't do that on this show on this show we tell you whether something is dope or not it, independent of whether or not it's gonna go in the club, it's gonna it's gonna have fifty thousand million streams. I don't care about none of that. Is the song good or not, and why? That's what we do. This song is just every other thing that we've ever heard from Cardi B. You take that for what it is. Yes. Take that for meaning good or bad. And I won't take it. It's <laughs> gonna leave it on the table. Yeah, just Next just, to just leave it there. Leave it there. <laughs> all right, let's move on, man. Juice. Uh, what am I talking about? Juice, Gucci man. man. Gucci man. Dude, I'm thinking about juice right now. Anyway, Gucci man dropped a song called "Love Through the Computer" featuring Justin Bieber, the Biebs, the all time great. I'm glad Justin to see Bieber. Biebs.
2: I'm glad to see that he's doing better. I mean, I I know he was going through a whole mental episode. Um, I heard he was sleeping in a gas chamber. <laughs> I mean, not a gas chamber. Uh, what? A, uh, he was sleeping in like one of those. Hyperbaric? I mean, hyper, yeah, there you go. Hyperbaric
1: just He sleeping in a gas chamber. <laughs> All right. That's kind of ridiculous. No, you know what? Not a gas chamber. That's ridiculous. I don't even but know what know. a gas
2: chamber is. What is a gas chamber again?
1: Do you really want me to tell you?
2: This is bad, right? Yeah. Anyway, all right. Sorry. He Let's was not sleeping talk in about one that. One of <laughs> those
1: chambers. I want to keep this show up. Was it a chamber, right? It was a chamber. I don't know, man. Some I I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. He was sleeping
2: in a rejuvenation chamber. Okay, or so that's like that. the so anyway. those are
1: like those hyperbaric, um, yeah, yeah, hyperbaric joints that the athletes is, be sleeping in, like To, yeah, like yeah. To was sleeping in that yeah, shit the exactly, Super Bowl week where exactly. he broke his leg.
2: So he's I'm glad Beebs is doing much better, but um, he's back to music. Which is great. I think he's a really good singer. A very underrated singer, by the way. Um, linked up with Gucci Man. Love to the Computer, like you mentioned. It's, it's not a great song. Hell, it's not even a good song. But it's appealing. It's interesting. Um, Gucci Man has a knack for linking up with pop artists. So um, I think he fits. I think the chemistry between the two is surprisingly good. But, in the end of the day, I think it's just a little too... Um, what's some words to describe it? Uh, Everything we're out saying about there, Cardi B? What's that? No, no. What, not, what are we talking about? What out are you trying there. To a little too out there. A little too... You don't
1: think it fit uh, uh, Gucci Man's... If persona you know that he pulled
2: it off it fits but just the overall song is just a little too out there i'll just use the word out there it's a little too zany it's a little too bizarre i don't know where i would play this song like i wouldn't necessarily play it in the clubs okay and i wouldn't necessarily play it at a beach, I, I I just don't know where I wouldn't play it at home, while I'm laying in bed or anything. Like I I don't know where I would play it. Like, but it's interesting enough to to pay attention to. Fam,
1: I got a question for you, or I got an answer for you. I'm not playing it at all. That's a great answer. That's a great answer. <laughs> There's, nowhere There's nowhere to play. But it's Nowhere to play it. Well, you gotta play Guat. Not true. Lafle. <laughs> that's not true because <sighs> man I'm in this like I'm in this mood on this show today man
2: well, you just you just you just you, 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 I'm just I'm just I'm you in just this dismissing missing everything i
1: I mean because Gucci man is just he ain't been hitting lately oh yeah and, and I'm listen I'm just this is these are thoughts that I've always had and just because I don't say it every time don't mean it's not there but Gucci man's last album was not that good. I'm just calling a spade a spade. Okay. Uh, I can't remember the name because his the album names that he has always just come and go. Like, was it? Uh, man, what was it? What was the name of it? Evil. Oh, Ice, was it Evil Genius? Ice
2: Glacier. <laughs> Ice Glacier, <sighs> with one of the worst <laughs> artworks I've ever seen in my life.
1: That man need a new he need a new graphic designer. Can we, can, actually, you know he, what? He, that man need a new everything. Can we can we Except go for through? body cuz that nigga killing that shit. You seen Yo, you seen that nigga? Yeah, yeah, easy. What the fuck? He's cut. Whoa, he's what cut. Do wanna, what do you want what do you want to go through?
2: I was like, can we go through his last couple of the name? names? Names? <laughs> Even, I wish okay, we could. So,
1: I wish we could show. I wish we could show the artwork while we're doing this.
2: I, I wish. Maybe when we get get us on TV, we'll show the artwork. But all right, cool. I got drop top wop.
1: Disco- wait, wait, wait. Let's pause after each one just for a couple seconds. Okay.
2: Drop top. That wop.
1: one's not that bad. I like it. It's decent.
2: Drop top wop was really good, actually. No, no, no. I
1: ain't talking about the beat. I'm talking about the name. Oh, the name. Okay. Drop top wop album was was, was okay, pretty decent it,
2: though. You want to give it a grade each name? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, drop top wop.
1: Letters, letter grade? Yeah, letter grade. I'll give, I'll give that a B. The name. I, I, I just la- the name. Yeah, just the name. B T L with V nasty.
2: He had a mixtape with V nasty. Say that again. B T L. That's a D. That's a D. That's okay. that's bad. All right. Ferrari boys. With who? With Waka Flocka.
1: that's basic. I'll give it a C. Evil genius. I like that. You like that? I like the name. Okay. That's an A. That's a that's a great title. El Gato, the Human Glacier. <laughs> <laughs> that's an F, man. Like, are you? That's actually incomplete. That's bad. Okay,
2: uh,
1: Mr. Davis. No, I thought it was the state versus Mr. No, this is just Mr. Davis. That's a D. That's bad. why are we calling
2: him Mr. Davis? How about this one? My 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 favorite. The return of East Atlanta Santa. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: what's your grade for
2: that? The East the return of what's, East Atlanta. What's what's your grade for that? Wait, so so if this is the return of East Atlanta Santa.
1: So he had one called East Atlanta but I don't Santa? I
2: see one where it's called East Atlanta Santa.
1: But that's a that's like a C minus. You like that one? You think it's okay? You know
2: why? Because it, the when I read that title, I just picture like Gucci Man having a Christmas special that comes on after, uh, the reindeer. What's that guy? Um, Rudolph the reindeer. Yeah. (laughs) What's that guy? What's that guy? You mean Rudolph? Rudolph, Rudolph Rudolph the reindeer coming on at eight o'clock, eight (laughs) thirty. Doesn't that right. Oh, tonight on CBS, for Christmas, we're going to play Rudolph the Reindeer at 8 o'clock and at 8.30, the <laughs> return of East Atlanta Santa. <laughs> Have a very Merry Christmas.
1: But you gave it a C. Is that what I... It's a C oh, because what? it's crazy, but... That sounds like a B to you. You sound like you like it.
2: It's not Christmas time, my brother. When right. I'm in the Christmas okay. spirit, Got ask it. me again.
1: Got it. All right, cool. C. What else? What else we got? Is that it?
2: That's that's about it. Everybody looking, but I'm not with that. Although that was oh, that was a good album. Gangsta the State vs. Roderick
1: Davis. I that's like that. That's a That's an A. That's an A. Like that's one That is a When awesome you said title. Mr. Davis, I thought you were talking about that one, no, but no, I No, no, no. The State vs. Roderick I I love a. that time. I actually like that album too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ugly moody, 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 moody. Alright man, let's move on, man. I'm not by the way, I'm not like I said, I'm not listening to this song with Justin Bieber. Okay. I'm just not. I, I don't blame you. Don't blame you.
0: Ill advised thoughts.
2: So this is my ill advised thoughts, guys. Not thoughts, thoughts. So you know the term one hit wonder, right? We all know it. It was used for people like Baja Boys. Um the people that made the Macarena, uh, it pretty much means you had one really good shining moment, but you can never follow it up. But today, I'm here to tell you we should absolutely eliminate the word the the, the phrase one hit Wonder, And instead, call it loving the moment. In 2001, one of my favorite NBA playoffs happened that year. It was Allen Iverson. In the Eastern Conference, he was going through teams. Indiana, he whooped. Uh, He whooped on Toronto, Vince Carter's team. Uh, then Milwaukee, then he made it to L.A., a fantastic run to the NBA Finals. That was one of my favorite runs. Yeah, there was, you know, Kobe and Shaq's Lakers. There was Tim Duncan's San Antonio Spurs. Hell, there was even Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen's Bulls that ramrodded through uh majority of the two eras. But me personally, my favorite playoff run was Allen Iverson when he made it to the finals against the Lakers. The sad thing about Allen Iverson's career, which was a great which was a great one, was that ignore that. Allen Iverson never made it back to the NBA finals. Matter of fact, Allen Iverson never made it back to the Eastern Conference finals. In a sense, you can call Allen Iverson's run to the finals in 2001 his one loving moment. Or you can be an asshole and call it his one hit wonder because he never made it back. Uh, One of my favorite drinks of all time is Bright Remix. A drink that came out I believe in the mid-2000s, early 2000s, around that time. Delicious-ass drink. You know, it was like Sprite, but like with berry-flavored in there. It had its time for about a year. Went away. Most people in this generation right now do not know what Sprite Remix tastes like. Some can call it a uh, one-hit wonder of a product. but when I was drinking it, I loved it at that time and I loved it at that moment and still to this day, it trumps a lot of other drinks I've tasted in my lifetime despite only having a very small shelf life. There's even more examples. I mean, we got Chappelle's show. Chappelle's show really only had a couple seasons. When Chappelle's show got hot, The fact of the matter is Dave Chappelle quit the show prematurely and we were left with just a couple episodes to relive. How many times did we replay it? Did Dave Chappelle ever reach that level of popularity again? Yeah, he had other, you know, Netflix shows and things of that nature, appearances on movies, but he never reached that level of popularity that Chappelle's show reached. Still to this day, Chappelle's show is one of my favorite shows of all time, one of the funniest shows of all time, and something that you can probably still catch on Comedy Central today over some shows that are, Newer, probably bigger and badder, higher in quality, et cetera, et cetera. If Patrick Mahomes does not make it to the Super Bowl ever again, I can honestly say I enjoyed Patrick Mahomes' time where he was the number one quarterback in the league. MVP. I've said to numerous people, Patrick Mahomes is one of the top three quarterbacks I've ever seen in that one in that one year. He was one of the top three I've ever seen in my life. Ability, uh, you know his his arm, just just the whole package. And even if he does not make a Super Bowl ever again, he will go that season that he had will go down as one of the greatest seasons I've ever seen in my life. If that happens. There's some people that's going to call it a one-hit wonder. And there's some people that's going to call it a guy that was loving the moment. Let me get to the point here. Lil Nas X. I was driving in my car the other day. And I heard Old Town Road for about the 50th time. In the last week, initially I said to myself, yo, this dude is going to be a one hit wonder. Old Town Road is way too hot, it's way too influential, it's way too controversial, it's way too productive. for you to make something that's better than that that would get more of an impact I don't doubt that Lil Nas X is talented I think he he can find a way to make another song that hits but the odds are stacked up against him when it comes to making another hit historically that's the definition of a one hit wonder right You made a major hit and you can never live up to that expectations we placed on you after making that major hit. You can make song after song, but it just never gets to that potential. And in my opinion, if I were to guess, if I were to predict, whatever song he comes out with next will never reach that level. After thinking about it, I said to myself, yo. Wait a second, this 19 year old kid from Atlanta, right? I believe he's from Atlanta, right? This 19 year old kid who one day woke up, had one of his songs get popping on the radio. I've seen him on E.T. Entertainment Tonight. He's performed it on numerous shows. Wrangler wants to give him a deal. I've seen him on Vogue. Hot artists want to hop on his songs. And then, you know, scrolling through my timeline, this is what I heard. That's a bunch of kids in an elementary school singing his song word for word, knowing every single lyric that he delivered. So while I sit here and say one hit wonder, and the next person will probably say one hit wonder in a couple weeks or a couple months, when they realize that he can never make another hit like the one he did with Old Town Road, I say a guy that's loving the moment, enjoying himself, and understanding that even if you don't ever reach those, those heights again, you made an impact in somehow, some way, in not only your life, but in other people's lives, even if it was just for that little moment. That's my ill-advised thoughts.
1: Cool. Nice. So basically, one hit wonder or not, you can't deny the impact. Cannot deny the
2: impact. Impact,
1: impact is impact. impact. Impact is impact. Whether it's one song, 15 songs, mm-hmm. somebody fucked with it. Mm-hmm. I get it. And it's like, you know. I get it. In the end of the day, That's living real? in
2: that moment. It's it's just important. Kawhi Leonard actually said that when they kept asking them, hey, you going to be on Toronto next year? He said, I'm just living for the moment, man. And this is a hell of a moment. Could you imagine if they win the championship?
1: It's crazy. Who, It'd be crazy. Kawhi
2: Leonard can end up never winning another championship wherever the hell he goes. Guess what moment is going to stand out in his career? That one moment where you are on a one-year rental with Toronto Raptors. That could be the. De- this could be a defining moment in his career. Yep. So that's the importance of just living in the moment and appreciating what you got, man.
1: No, you're right, man. You're right. I, I don't think enough people do that um, at yeah. all. And so, you know, I guess that sort of ties into my ill advised thoughts because what I'm going to talk about is YG and. The topic of YG is sort of the foundation of where I'm going with my ill thoughts Because I'm actually going a lot deeper than that I bring up YG because partly because we brought him up earlier We talked about his new album For Real For Real You can discuss how you feel about the album the one way or the other I'm not really going that route here so stick with me as I mentioned earlier, I, I saw an interview with him on The Breakfast Club and, you know, he talked about the new album. He talked about a whole lot of things. And, you know, one of the things he did talk about was uh, the fact that, you know, he misses Nipsey Hussle. He misses, you know, I mean, it, it's obvious that, you know, YG is is still grieving the... The loss of Nipsey Hussle Like you know A lot of people are And you know I'm sure a lot of I'm sure some people Have sort of Found a way to Found productive ways To move on with their With their lives And you know More so than others uh, Which is fine And I know You know Grieving is one of those One of those weird things Where there's no timeline To this shit You know You just kinda You just kinda Grieve at your own pace Really It's really that simple It's kinda like When you break up with uh, a a girlfriend or boyfriend, there's no set limit of time that it takes to get over it. It's just you get over it when you get over it. It I mean, it is what it is. So going back to my ill advised thoughts, I bring up the grieving the grieving part because one of the things that I heard him say was that you know he 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 talks about mental health and he talks about the fact that. Even somebody as gangster as YG is noticing the realness that your mental health has on the way you actually live your life and the way you actually operate, the way you interact with your loved ones and, and people who are associates and so on and so forth. You can keep going down the list. The point is that. I don't believe a lot of us in our community whether it's hip-hop black community whatever you call it I'll stick with hip-hop because we know what these rappers and 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 just artists in general that are in this community preach on a regular basis it's not that of I'll say historically it has not been that of you know wholeheartedness and you just sort of embracing things that actually happened to you and you just uh being able to feel things that happen in your life where i'm going with this is very simple which is i've gotten to the point in life where i've started to question a lot of things about how we were how we were raised how we were brought up Just some of the things that we've been taught over time And I'm realizing that A lot of this shit is like It's sort of backwards For example The concept of crying As a man You know they on the interview They asked him yo have you When was the last time you cried And he was like (laughs) He said like He said oh no, I don't do that And, And I felt him when he said that Cause I don't cry either I'm not a crier, right? I'm not just about to cry. I don't care if I'm watching a movie in real life. I just don't cry. But I believe there have been a lot of things that have been taught historically and passed down from generation to generation that have been a detriment to being able to embrace how you feel about something. And... Suppressing crying is just one example. So where I'm going with this is, again, the totality of the conversation is spawned by the fact that I don't believe we put enough emphasis on our feelings. And being able to embrace those things as they happen, we suppress a lot of things in our community. And, you know, a lot of it is to our is to is to the detriment, because when you suppress things, you end up sort of. Not acknowledging, not acknowledging it when it happens and it ends up manifesting in other areas of your life. Sometimes you don't even intend for it to just pop up. And, so, and you might take your energy out on somebody else and you didn't even realize it was because you didn't deal with a problem that you had already. So I just want us in our community to embrace how we feel and redefine what it is to actually be a man. And, and, and to be manly and to be masculine There's a lot of shit that we've, that we've been taught That a lot of it is, has helped us survive and, and and so I'm not knocking all of it And I, I understand where a lot of it has come from But I think we have a unique opportunity To redefine a lot of the bullshit That I believe we've been taught By uh, our, our our, you know, the generation before us and so I think every generation has the opportunity to redefine shit. So this is not any different than what the, the generation above us had. It's the, the question is, did they have the guts to think differently? And I don't think a lot of previous generations actually did. Some people took the opportunity, but I feel like where we are as a community is, is very unique. Where people are actually finding their voice. And they're finding confidence and being able to speak their truth and be able to speak the way that that I think they want to speak. So, long story short, without getting even more deeper than that, we got to redefine the way we think, man, like cuz it, it was troubling to me when I heard his when I heard the interview. It's like hearing someone who's clearly grieving deny that they're grieving because they didn't want to come across as not manly. And it's like at a certain point, it's like, look, man, we get it. It's okay. It's all right. It's okay to be like, yo, I'm not good right now. It's okay. I don't think we do that enough in our society. And you know, look, we should. Because I think that's step one to sort of having a more balanced relationship with yourself and just other people that you have in life. So Look, man, this is my philosophical session of the ill-advised thoughts. Uh, thank you guys for listening. It's been real.
2: Woo! Hey! Hey! Yeah! Hey! No, I mean, I, I, I agree with that. I mean, look, I mean, sometimes you got to grieve. Grieving is okay. It's understandable. Um... It's a slippery slope because I feel like in this day and age, your brand comes ahead of a lot of stuff, and I think is a great point that you bring up. Where does your brand come above grieving? Some artists it shouldn't. It, it shouldn't. I I agree. Like just be just just down. You're a human just being.
1: Accept. Just accept. Like that's the. Pro- I swear to God, man. That's the problem with the, our our community, man. I. A lot, a lot of us are focused on brand it's, ba- it's doesn't and, 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 uh, it doesn't make sense and and it doesn't make sense and it's funny it's, that you, it's it's problematic it's funny you say
2: that because what i was telling you earlier was you know the first song on YG's for real for real album is the joint where he's talking about he's like a staple in california when you think of california you think of him and Nipsey well, when you have that brand, when you have that that weight on your shoulder to hold down a whole city that you think you're running, which he probably is, you know. I don't I don't know. I don't doubt that. I'm not here to argue that. They can't see you down. They can't see you when you're not in your best state. That's that's his mindset.
1: But that shit's and whack. So, it we I, got we got to get out it of that is man. whack. But, we got to get out of that shit. But
2: privately, you know, I hope privately his Friends, family, peers are telling them like it's okay, you know, telling them to open up. But I, I personally don't think it's safe to grieve like that either. Like, like your just, your mental health, your 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 well being is more important than your brand. And I think we need to we need to start teaching people that more.
1: I'm telling you, man, like we're we're fucking ourselves up, man. We we, we really are. People care so much about how other people will react when mm-hmm. really all you should be thinking about is yourself and just keeping it real with yourself mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. all times. And the funny thing Keep is that, with yourself, that can make man. your brand look better. That, and when you show your vulnerability. And that's my point. It, well, I didn't say that, but that mm-hmm. that is actually the adverse positive effect of keeping it real. Imagine if somebody as hard as YG comes out and be like, yo, man, I just cried because, you know, that shit, fuck, that shit hurt me. I mean, even Nipsey. Do, do you understand yeah. how powerful that is? Yeah. I mean, Nipsey. He, Nipsey said it. Yeah. I referenced a line
2: on "Racks in the Middle." Right. He said, "You know, um, I'm in the sauna shedding tears." Right. We don't wipe it though. Yeah. We only embrace. We embrace the only life we know.
1: Fam. You know. That's what I mean? emotion.
2: So it's like he's he's telling you he has tears in his face, his, his eyes.
1: Yeah. So. You know, well, it's funny how it all comes full circle to tear, to crying, because I use that as an, as an example. But yeah, no, nah, dude, that's right, man. That's exactly right. And mm-hmm. and so, all I'm getting at here is, man, it's okay to feel, man. Just feel, yeah, feel how you feel. I, I agree with. And that. deal with how you feel. The problem that. is we don't deal with how we feel enough. We suppress that shit. I agree. We drink. We smoke. We 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 we, we have sex. We we go out and we go to forget about the shit that we got going on in our real life. Man, just feel how you feel, man. The quicker you deal with that shit, the quicker you'll be way past it. It's really that simple.
2: I agree. So, I agree with that.
1: Anyway. Philosophy session over. You got anything else before we get out of here, man? Um, no. I do. So we just opened up a new playlist. For up and coming artists is called who got next. We've had a couple who got next segments on the podcast. So this is somewhat of an extension of that. So if you're an up and coming artist and you want to be a part of a, a, a wave, a movement of people who are trying to put on, you know, artists that are indie and sort of don't have that, that major, major label, major label push. Send us a DM, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you want to do. I can't guarantee you that your song will end up on our playlist because we only mess with dope music. If you haven't noticed on our show, we only like good music. I'm sorry. I can't. I I don't know what other way to put it to you, you know? I'm sorry.
2: I ain't sorry.
1: (laughs) I ain't sorry. (laughs) To quote the great Beyonce. But now, anyway, man, yo, check us out, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, if you guys fuck with the show, let us know. If you don't fuck with the show, let us know as well. We about to get out of here and probably hit the screets.
2: Discreets is streets is calling, bro.
1: We might have to hit the screets, man. The screets. Let's see what the let's see what discreets is calling. What a anyway, hit for? What a hitting? Anyway. As always, if you're giving advice, make show it's ill.
2: Yes, sir.